p.m. It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. Well, here we are. You are listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Angel, and sitting in for my brother Jose, the geniuses from thecineverse.com, Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown. What's up, guys? Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? Uh, are you out there? Cordell is here. Oh, oh, I, I there I am. <laughs> I found myself. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Good to be here. Yo, yo. Uh, there you go, man. That was uh, me fudging on the on the technical shit here because I don't usually do it. But that's Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown. They're, they're, sitting, they're from the Cineverse. Tell our listeners who haven't heard of uh, our, our show before. What's the Cineverse? Well, uh, the best way to describe Cineverse is we are a, a media outlet for the new generation. We're gonna we're gonna cover everything you guys need: movies, TV, God, uh, music. Just you know, we're we're out there for the new generation. Entertainment evolved. That's right. And you can find them at thecineverse dot com. Anyways, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and. Uh, we got a really good show coming up today. Uh, I'm really glad that you guys are here sitting in for my brother, Jose. As you guys know, he's, uh, he's a cameraman, so he says maybe he works for the CIA. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what he does? <laughs> how, do we know you, how do we know you're not Jose? <laughs> you are twins, after all. Good one. Yeah, I have a, I have a, a, a wig on today. <laughs> it anyway, looks good on you, though. Uh, anyways... Um, <clears throat> Uh, today, what we have today, we uh, uh, you guys, we have you guys uh, later on on the. Uh, you're going to be guest hosting and stuff, uh, but on the second half of the show, you guys are going to be talking to us about movie retakes, uh, yeah, yeah. remakes. Actually, a lack of imagination in Hollywood. The return of the remake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're going to let you know why Hollywood sucks <laughs> <laughs> right now. You know, I, I have to kind of agree with that. Uh, but uh, And also, what we also have today, and we do every week, we only have her here. What do you guys think about that, guys? I mean, she has pink headphones. <laughs> so <laughs> she's sure. cool in my book. I don't know how I feel about the pink headphones, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because well, you're no. a hater, David. You are a hater. I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> Anyways, from um, from uh, Telemundo and uh, NBC LA uh, multimedia journalist, and of course she wears the new, uh, the uh, pink headphones. Only we have her here at Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's Jackie Casas with the news and the DL Dirty Laundry. What do you got, baby? Uh, tonight I have the latest details from the Boston explosion. What has the suspect said about that? I'll tell you. That and more. Also, People Magazine has announced 2013's Most Beautiful Women. 
who is that? I'll let you know. And finally, are you thinking about getting some Botox for these nasty little lines or wrinkles? Well, they'll give you a useful look, but I'll tell you what else it can give you that you just might not want. <laughs> All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. Wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that Botox stuff, man, but anyways... uh. That's what we got going on today. And we're also, I, I want to let you guys know, you can contact us anytime on the air. And when we're not on the air via Facebook and Twitter, you just look look for us on Twin Talk Show. Are you guys our friends? Of course. You know it. Yeah. Uh, always okay. and forever. Right on. You can find us on Twin Talk Show for Twitter and Facebook. But you can also um, uh, uh, find us on uh, on phone. On phone. <laughs> <laughs> This, this new or on adventure. the streets, because <laughs> we take it there. My brother usually does this part. Hey, eh? I'm not that rehearsed on this side. Anyways, you can call us on old-fashioned way on the phone. That's six two six two seven five. Twin. Eight nine four six. Not bad, Cordell. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> okay, that's six two six. Two seven five eight nine four six. Call us anytime. We got Cordell and Dave here. Ask them all about. Recommend a movie you guys want them to do on on their show. Do I, it. I totally have a like movie. Nike. We will we will tell you anything you want to know about anything you want to know. <laughs> Almost. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Now we had a show last week, and I want to tell our listeners what we had last night because you can find us uh, our all our shows are broadcast or. On demand on TwinTalkCast.com. You can just go to our previous podcast and on iTunes because we are iTwins. Woo! What, what, what did we have last week? I, you had a oh, oh, you had a good show. It was a two hopeful spinsters. The two hopeful spinsters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Those De- chicks were funny. Delany Peace and Heather Holt. Uh, Heather Holt. They're um, they they're launching a new web series called The Two Hopeful Spinsters next month. And if yeah, they they were on our show last week and they talked all about it. Yeah, and they were they were damn funny <laughs> and hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were listening, man. Of course was, we do. I'm excited the about the Cineverse <laughs> and Twin Talk are one. They the play Twiniverse. It, they play it every day in our prison cells. <laughs> Anyways, you can find that on Twin <laughs> on TwinTalkCast.com or on iTunes. Search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes, and uh, there you go, man. So uh, that's our. Our show. Talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was fun. Drinks. <laughs> Anyhow, this is uh, this is pretty cool. Um, uh, my brother's. It was my brother's idea. I said, hey, you know, I'm not gonna be able to make it this time, but you know, how about invite the uh, the geniuses, uh, as he loves to say, of you guys. Well, I, I tend to kind of agree. You oh, know? we we love that he loves to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, from the Cineverse, man. So I'm I'm excited. It's good it? stuff. I mean, we we love it here. I mean, you guys have been nothing but good to us. Your listeners are awesome, um, and we love coming on here and talking shit. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> no, 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 shooting the shit. We're not talking. Shit. Oh, excuse me, shooting the shit. <laughs> My mistake. Thank you, David, for correcting me. Oh man, you're always so there. <laughs> you guys were here two weeks ago. We were. That's right. That's yeah. right. We were talking about twin movies. Uh, yeah, thanks. It was National Sibling Day. Yes, and, and they didn't know that. We totally did not know that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't get a chance to uh, listen to it, two shows ago was our 100th show, and we celebrated that show with uh, with clips. Uh, we had uh, clips from all previous shows. Uh, we had call-ins, and the Cineverse guys came in, and they talked about twin movies. Twin right. movies. 
movies together. Uh, basic, basically, it was about movies that, that came out around the same time that were pretty much the same movie. You yeah. know, like Armageddon, Deep Impact, Volcano, Dante's Peak. That's that like sort that, of thing. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Just look for the uh, look for it on podcast. It's called the hundredth show. Uh, I'm I guess. sure. <laughs> I, think it's on, I think it's called the hundredth episode. I think because you know it was the hundredth episode. Hey, episode. Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, um, Jackie, are yes. is, is your mic on? Yeah. I, I I'm gonna, I'm going to bring this up at the risk of of uh, um, you know making my brother upset, but I don't think you're going to get upset. Um, oh Lord. One go. of our one of our listeners posted on our Facebook today that she's listening to a previous show for the second time, uh-huh. and she it just makes her laugh on the the comment that I made on the wind off your hips. You oh, okay, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, the wind, wind off her hips. Wind off her, uh, wait, are we are we getting back to the thigh? <laughs> <laughs> Please, Angel, elaborate on this wind from Jackie's you, hips. <laughs> uh, well, we were preparing for the show. I was waiting in the car, and I had no idea that that Jackie got here. <laughs> and she passed by me, really close to the the window the, of my car, and I felt I was walking up the driveway. Uh huh. And and and. Angel felt the wind of my hips, I guess. The I wind know. of your hips. <laughs> Were you in a great hurry? Were you scurrying past him? <laughs> past no, him? I wasn't in a particular hurry. No, it just, I felt the wind of your hips. Uh, somehow, <laughs> it's, you have a presence. There's a, there's a presence about you. Have you have a presence. What, my, what? Did you let wind? That's what I. <laughs> that's where I thought we were going with this. What, we're just talking about the wind she displaced yeah. as she walked by. <laughs> I thought she laid a mean fart. Like, I damn, did, Jackie. <laughs> I guess so. I didn't even. I didn't even realize he was in his in the. Maybe I was walking a little bit fast, or I was maybe thinking about something else, and I just passed right by. And Angel's like, damn, no, Jackie. well. Let me just tell you, it has nothing to do with the uh, the shape or the size of your hips. Uh, I, I have not really taken notice. I'm a married man. <laughs> okay? I'm sorry, I don't take notice. America, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want you to know that my brother uh, and I, we both care about you very much. Uh-huh. And, and so he was texting me, please don't bring up the hips because <laughs> somebody brought it up. <laughs> and women have feelings about that. Oh no! I um, what's that damn Shakira song? Hips don't lie, or whatever. Hips do not lie. They do not lie. <laughs> they they're don't. there. It's okay. I don't get offended. <laughs> they're 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 there, and I I don't really and do they a displace good job. Air. And you're happy you're, you're, of hiding them. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a good job of hiding them. They're there. I'm gonna go ahead and tell myself that she farted as she walked by. <laughs> That's did, a much I funnier swear. story to me. <laughs> Otherwise, this was just like. A woman walked past you. <laughs> <laughs> like a mean that's one. How, that's how poetic Angel is. Like, I, I, I would have said, like, yeah, I just flew by. You're the, guy, like, you're the guy the that can... The wind st- of your hips. You're the guy that can spend an hour talking about the floating plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> and how it represents life. I, I don't remember what show it is, but if you're listening, Cindy, please, uh, I'll post it on our Facebook, the name of that, that, that podcast, so our listeners can hear when we mentioned the wind off of uh, Jackie's hips. <laughs> yeah. That's off my hips, not from somewhere else. <laughs> not from between her hips. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, I'm, I'm riding off your hips. Uh, <laughs> hip wind there. Riding on your hips. Yes, you are. <laughs> Anyways, it's time for the shout-outs because uh, we like to give you guys shout-outs shout outs all the time because we love you guys. 
Uh, your shout outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So uh, go to Express Cuts and I'll give you some more information. First, I want to give a shout out to Prima Mari Carmen Lopez. Que, que pues, prima? Ya deja de la chingaderas, eh? Oh, chale. Also, a, a shout out to uh, Irene Villa. Otra vez, another like to you. Like, 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 eh? Me gusta. Hey, post something so I could like some of your shit también, eh? Um, also, want to give a shout out to Reina. Hey, I'm at the helm today, Reina. I know you're listening too, eh? Uh, I know you usually listen for Jose, but you're still listening today, eh? <laughs> also, a shout out to Jonesy. Mija, thank you for listening, even though you're busy. Come in. Miss Jonesy! Call in. Hey, that was uh, Cordell saying hi. Uh, <laughs> Cindy L. <laughs> hi, baby. Thanks for swooping by, Ox. Thanks for coming through. You always come through, baby. Also, a shout-out to Frankie Crow, Lucy Gomez. Hey, is little Ernie still little Ernie? Tell him I said what's up. A shout-out to uh, Vispera. They're listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening again. And I want to give a shout-out to my girl Lourdes, Edder, and Patty, hang in there, Patty. Okay, uh, we love you, baby. And uh, a shout out to you, Jose. I know you're sneaking at work our, uh, the show because you love listening to me on the air. Uh, <laughs> that's a shout out for you. You guys have any shout outs? Yes, we do. Shout out to the Cineverse crew. I know you're listening, or you should be. That's I'll right, guys. You. We are not. We are not the only people at the Cineverse. It takes. <laughs> it takes more than just us. Also, shout out to Team Exposure Closure. You know who you are. And mi novia, mi amor, you're out there, baby. I love you. <laughs> exposure? Team exposure? Exposure closure. <laughs> exposure closure? <laughs> yes, yes. We close exposures. Hey, I'm going to start one called Team Ex- Exhibitionist. Team from hips? Win from hips. <laughs> Hip, hipsibitionist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh... Uh, those are the shout-outs. They're brought to you by Express Cuts because uh, you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10, 420, Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte because uh, we say Big Monte. And uh, that's 10, 420, Laura Souza Road again in the city of El Monte. Call them. Tell them the Swins. The Swins. The Twins the sent you. The Spinsters taught you. <laughs> <laughs> that's your shout-outs. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in.
Okay, that uh, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Angel. And we are the Cineverse. Yes, indeed. This Dave is Cordell. This is Dave. And that's the Cineverse. They're sitting in for my brother who was on assignment right now on a uh, top secret assignment, I think. We'll Deep just, Space Nine. Yeah, he, you know, who knows? He's assassinating <laughs> the president of Paraguay. I mean, who knows? Who knows? At this very moment. He could be doing anything. But what made you come up with Paraguay? It, well, you know, you it rhymed David with president. David has no filter, so if anything comes in his brain, he'll just say it, and that's got him in trouble a lot. <laughs> so, I, I, usually, I deflect. I deflect. Uh, my job in this world is to keep him alive. Okay. Not getting his ass kicked from, from other people. That's what I do. Like, like his big black bodyguard. That's what I do. <laughs> I need one because now I've I've offended the entire nation of Paraguay. I gotta get me one. I they're, gotta... they're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna look into get me myself a big black bodyguard. I know uh, a guy who knows a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I could get myself uh, uh, a bodyguard with hips and wind. Yeah. And, and some <laughs> badass pink headphones. Yeah. I've changed my mind. I like them. Man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, from uh, we got the girl, the girl that brings us the news and dirty laundry from NBCLA, uh, Telemundo. Uh, she wears the pink headphones. What else can I say? Can, I mean, I'm just, I'm just strutting my stuff to this music right now. Yeah. I'm in the zone. I'm just, I'm so sexy. <laughs> the oh, most sexy. I was, I was, I was talking about Jackie, but you, you just, you strike me. It happened. I'm sorry, Jackie. This is your spot, baby. I'm you. so sorry. I hear you. I could feel the hip off your wind there, Cordell. Hip. Uh, my hip. hips don't lie. Hip off your wind. Listen, if I can promote any sort of love towards your hips... I will do it. Thank you. I'm all for it. All for it. <laughs> love your hips. There's a lot of hip love going on. Love your tonight. hips. Hug them. Hey. Hug them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's hug later, okay? <laughs> right now while we're on the air, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the news and dirty laundry brought to you by Jackie Casas. What do you got for us today? Hi guys. I start off with something kind of sad. Uh, last week's show, I told you guys about the awful situation that happened in Boston where two explosions went off at the Boston Marathon where three people died and over 180 people were injured. Now, last time when I spoke with you guys, we had very vague details about who did this. So let me take you through this roller coaster because it all went down uh, last week. Uh, we know a little bit more. So it all started when an MIT campus officer was shot to death in his patrol car by two male brothers who then confessed to directly being involved in the explosions to a man that they carjacked. They took this uh, this man in huh? this car. The, the, the suspects carjacked somebody? Yes. They After they shot an MIT officer, they went to a gasoline station jacked uh they took some items from the gasoline station then they went on a pursuit because at this point the guy in the truck uh was able to get away call police told them the suspects involved in the boston explosion were at this gas station so they were in a short pursuit where there was a shootout in uh that occurred the oldest of the two brothers 26 year old tamerlan sarnev was in injured at this shootout and he later died at a local hospital from a cardiac arrest the younger brother, 19-year-old Zohar uh, Zarnev, managed to escape 
uh, causing police to shut down the whole city of Boston. Public transportation, schools, everything was completely shut down by the police to search for this guy. You know what? I, I have to bring it up again, okay? Why do they call it false flag? These, these are the conspiracy theorists out there. Um, uh, they they called a false flag saying that this was a government setup, uh-huh. um, and it's supposed to signal to us that uh, we need to uh, we need more government protection, we need more government control, we need more uh, we need we need more gun control, we need more uh, you know just basically <laughs> this is there's the false flag people are saying this is a government setup to give them more power. Brought to you by the same people who think that the government caused nine eleven. So uh, these are the same the, the same breath they will say that, but. Wait, I still don't get false flag though. Where does Kinda the like flag? Kind like in soccer. Where does the flag come? <laughs> <laughs> or like in football, when like a referee throws a flag but he didn't mean to. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know. That's it's just you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're coming up with their strange metaphors. They, you know, they would, you know, it's it's a childish banana. Maybe it means it's about the same thing. Well, you know what? I don't think uh, um, false flag. Call it what you want, but I tend to lean towards that. I I I do di- I. I do believe that there are there are uh, those actors, crisis actors. I do think that there there's power that be that will. And I said it on the last show, but Jose, of course, uh, monopolizes. <laughs> but now he's not here. <laughs> he's not here today. And I do believe that that there's people out there that are doing this. Of course, how do I explain people that have gotten hurt? You know, missing limbs. You know, may, I believe that there's some out there that did do get hurt. You, they, they, that they're gonna go out there and let people get hurt uh, for their agenda. Well, actually, speaking about that, a movie that you would enjoy is V for Vendetta, which actually <laughs> is a story around that how the government, you know, uh-huh. basically terrorizes its own citizens in order for the citizens to bend to their will and give them this this uh, yeah, immense it's, power. It's, yeah, it's basically like these are the beginning steps to creating a police state. Exactly. Yeah. So that idea is not foreign or uncommon. So, um, But, like, do I personally think that the government planned these bombings? I don't think so. Um, and that's just me being hopeful that I don't live in a society that would do that because I need to leave if that's the case, you know? <laughs> hey, you guys have to watch the videos over and over again, man. Give it a review because it, so, it looks so phony to me. Well, just I mean a review. <laughs> what, review. The two thumbs up. What the hell? <laughs> just an update on Zohar. He was found hours later after the shutdown happened in the suburbs of Boston in a boat. Uh, he was practically dead from a uh, gunshot wound to his throat. He is uh, currently being questioned. He's in stable condition. He's currently being con- uh, questioned by authorities. He can't speak at this moment, so he responds by writing or uh, nodding. He says that they, the brothers, acted alone, but they were inspired by an, an Al-Qaeda propaganda magazine and plotted the bombing to defend Islam after the U.S.-led wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, here's the thing. I don't... I think that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's bullshit. I don't, like... I don't, I don't think that these two, A, acted alone, and that's going to be the end of it. I think that this was a calculated um, attack that was made by more than just two angry college students. Like, get, get out of here. I don't believe that for a fucking minute. <laughs> yeah. It's sad because they were both 
college students, smart guys, it, it seems like. They've been in this country for 10 years. So I know that it's brought up a lot of question about the immigration reform because the oldest one, the 26-year-old Tamerlan, was questioned by the FBI several years ago about his suspicious activity. He did go off to uh, Russia for about six months, and they're still questioning what he did over there. He did... Uh, there have been reports that he had a YouTube account with multiple video links to like terrorist acts and crazy uh, Al Qaeda type of bombing videos. So th there are still a lot of questions being asked. But the 19 year old uh, youngest brother, uh, Zokar, he is uh, already been charged uh, by the police. Uh, but there's still a lot of things going on. You know. The, the thing is, I hate the conspiracy theorists, and I hate all that, but this, you know, they just keep adding up. It smells, I just smell set up. Hey, you yeah. know what? I yeah. do I do agree. They did not act alone. There's usually a supporting cast, and there's a director, and the producers, and the, uh, and, and well, the, the background. Wife, crafty. <laughs> the wife of the 26-year-old brother, the guy who died, the wife says that she had no idea about anything that's been going on. They've been married for, like, I think two, three years. And she says, I, I have no idea what's going on. This is out of his character. I I have no idea about this plotting. He's a, a good man. His Their parents and the family of the brothers are defending But I am missing saying, a crockpot, come to think of it. Uh, <laughs> two words, Mr. President. Plausible deniability. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm hearing all this and I'm thinking like, Okay, these, the family he says, can't speak now. I just it feels patsy. The family <laughs> says that they're angels, that they're smart, good guys, and and that this is just some crazy situation that happened. That they were radicalized. By yeah, some well, I mean, sort to be source. fair, they said the same thing about Ted Kaczynski. So I don't know how much I believe. I mean, but you know, look at the proof. I mean, what like what proof do they have besides these two kids who just decided, hey, I'm going to say I did this, and then ran around Boston throwing homemade. No, like, they, they do have spots. So like what? Like <laughs> it was there? Like are there? Is there DNA evidence? Is there pictures of them? They do have like footage. That? They do have pictures. Uh, still pictures of them at the Boston. Boston Marathon, and I do believe there are some witness accounts of seeing them there physically leaving a black bag, which we thought was like a backpack or something that matched the photos that they did release. Um, other than that, I don't know if they have exact DNA imprints on uh -huh. these backpacks, but they did see photos of them dropping these black bags down at the Boston. Well, Marathon. they they have a lot of work to do because there's a lot of DNA that was spread around there. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Yeah, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, Sad days. Along with flesh and uh, limbs. <laughs> it was. A I think very we got that. I Nike think sneakers. <laughs> it's a very gruesome scene there. Yeah, yeah. But one thing that's really crazy about this story. Jackie is like they really shut down Boston. They did like full on, like no movement, no at all. Kids didn't go to school. <laughs> people didn't go to work. The city was a standstill. And Boston is—it's a pretty big city. Oh, yeah. It's oh, very yeah. well known at the metropolitan area. So for a whole city to be completely shut down uh, was unheard of to ever happen before. But that is uh, the measures that they took to be on a hunt for this guy, and they found him. You know, for I, I agree. You know, for a while, I just couldn't find Boston baked beans anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but here's here's the, the thing about that. The thing Even about the, Dunkin' Donuts was closed. <laughs> we we love the fact that they caught him, but no one ever, no one's seemed to talk about that. They kind of shut the city down. What is it? <laughs> what, did they instill martial law? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a couple they friends the power who, uh, <laughs> yeah, who live in Boston, and they were telling. I was talking to them over, you know, after after this entire ordeal happened, and they were like, "Yeah, Cordell, like I couldn't leave my house. There were cops on the rooftops. Like they said, don't leave your house, or you can get arrested. Like it was a it's a crazy mm-hmm. thing, and that brings to the question." So, like, what if something were to happen, like, all over the country, like, multiple spots? Would they shut everyone down? Are we not allowed as citizens to go outside of my house? Yeah, I'm just saying. What's going what? on? Like, what, what's, what, what's happening with that? They suspend the Constitution for a few hours? Yeah, they do. This, you know, this is not 24. Hey, what's, what's a big deal? I've been suspended before, eh? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you you get to catch up on your daytime TV. You're so. absolutely right. Absolutely. All I, that reading. Ironically, <laughs> when they found uh, the 19-year-old brother, they were lifting already everyone from being shut down or for the whole city being shut down because they couldn't find him. It was already the night was coming on. And they, what happened was that a woman noticed one of the neighbors noticed blood on the side of the boat in the backyard. And uh, the guy peeked in and saw this so uh, hard uh, in the boat and they called police. But at that point, they're already lifting the shutdown of the city. So when the neighbors saw the, the that guy in the boat, she already knew he was a wanted man. Well, he, I mean, the whole bo- city knew that something was going on, and uh, there were the pi- his picture was being plastered everywhere on yeah. media, news. Well, you can't see it on radio, but it was being <laughs> it was. But being, it described him very, very. Good. It described him very, very well, and so everyone knew his face. So when the police heard about this, they sent a like a robotic camera, and they had a thermal camera over the area which we've actually seen some of the video on different news outlets where you see the body and you see him moving and uh, <laughs> ugh, creepy <laughs> it's pretty crazy well, yeah it's but here, crazy. here's the other thing the picture that they showed you know, how they found him uh, that picture was taken from space mm-hmm. they tasked a satellite to zoom in that much I mean Jeez. Yeah, seriously. Enemy of the state status. Yeah, we're, we're talking eye in the sky. Mm-hmm. Out of out of the, the whole wide world, why were they looking at this particular spot? Because this is where the, the resident, the owner of the home, called oh, went to this and said, this guy is in my boat, so <laughs> you should check this out. And that's... Hey, th- that one vato, eh? I mean, it's good It's good it didn't happen out here in Glendale because they'd have a hard time finding that vato. Eh? It looks just like all the other guys <laughs> in Glendale, dude. Ouch. <laughs> Oh, I don't days. think he was Armenian. <laughs> no, but he, he guys, today is the anniversary <laughs> of the Armenian genocide. Bad day to mess with that. Well, he was Chechen, so it's OK. <laughs> you know what? I, I and a lot of love to I, I, I understand what you're, you're talking about. I was schooled on this a uh, few years. I was I was very ignorant about the uh, the Armenian genocide up to a few years ago. In my adulthood, I was schooled by a, a friend of mine, uh, our man. I know you're not listening there, but thanks for schooling me on on this genocide that happened. But um, I do want to say, aside from that, is is that I've noticed, and I don't want to sound like I'm going to sound it anyways, uh, so I won't even say it. We don't really commem- we commemorate white uh, genocides. We don't commemorate other color genocides. No, no, we don't. The, yeah, where, where what happened with you know? Freaking Darfur. We just exactly. stopped talking about it. Exactly. Darfur, Native American. Rwanda. Exactly. Uh. Exactly. But, you know, I mean, you know, not to not to sound, uh, you know, um, cruel or harsh, but the Holocaust is plastered everywhere. Yeah. Yet there are, you know, lots and lots of genocides, like you mentioned, like Darfur or even the Armenian genocide, which people still deny to this day, which yeah, I don't all understand how the that's possible. The nation of Turkey, you know, completely uh, denied. And no one, no, no one knows about it. It's not taught in schools very much. It's not publicized. And that's the question, like, why? Why is that? Good question. 
If anybody knows how to answer that one, if you're a teacher in school, call us at 626-275-8946, or just call us for any reason at all. But I I, I was wondering, was I the only one who thought that? I guess I'm not alone on this. No, no, not at all. Not alone. All right, guys, let's move on to another story. This is another gross story. Officials at one of the largest eating disorder treatment centers in the world has complained that modeling agencies have been scouting for new talent among their patients. You're kidding. Mm-mm. They're very, very upset about it. People have uh, have stood outside their clinic trying to pick up girls because they know they're very thin. Doctors and therapists... They're modeling IVs, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Outpatient gowns, actually. (laughs) Dior, brought to you by Skeletor. Oh, terrible, guys. Doctors at Sweden's Stockholm Center for Eating Disorders is very upset, and they're complaining about the fashion industry and the government not doing anything about it. Particularly, one 14-year-old girl was reportedly approached by an agent while she was still in treatment. The agent handed her a business card, which infuriated the, uh, the girl's mother. They claimed they approach healthy, normally slim young people and that they never urge anyone to lose <laughs> weight. But they're outside of a eating disorder treatment place. I mean, here's the thing. Is that is that bad form on their part? Yes. But is there actually nothing wrong with it? Something wrong with it? Technically, no. Unless they're forcing these girls to A, starve themselves or B, a model. Like, they can go approach people and p- and try to solicit business just like anyone else can. It but sucks, they, but... They, Good uh, point. Another girl that they hit up was still on a wheelchair. This could be really yeah. bad for their treatment so and for them to overcome this disorder. I agree with you, Jackie. I haven't seen a handicap ramp on those midways, have you? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I, I was the last. that I have. Not yet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> This is a uh, just to give you guys a, an idea of how big this treatment center is. There's 1,700 uh, beds available at this treatment center, so it's huge. So they know that they can probably track someone down. I just think it's very offensive and very disrespectful to the patients, the family of the patients that obviously care enough about them to put them in a treatment center for their disorder, disorder which is not only physically. Uh, doesn't just take a full a toll physically, mentally and psychologically. It's 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 a big big issue. But you know they could save a lot of money on clothes. They could go to the kid sizes. Oh my god, that's <laughs> terrible. And and the craft services table will be full <laughs> all the time. Save a lot on catering. <laughs> I'm saying that, but like again, like yeah, it's it's in, it's insensitive. It yeah, is, but it's bad taste. You know, but if you if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, then it's our fault as consumers. To allow this to happen, if we keep continue true. looking for these skinny, ugly models, to you know that's what I want to be like, then that is going to it's going to continue as as this way. So it's up oh, yeah. to us. I don't know. I don't know why people still. I don't like stick figures with poofy lips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's disgusting. I, yeah, but I, I tell you all the I time, have, like you know, we'll feed that poor thing. I have no <laughs> real data behind this, but I think Sweden is the most like real. Uh, woman figure country. And I'm just, because I've read so many stories, This they have the largest uh, treatment center, like I said, for eating disorders. They're also one of the only stores in the world that has put uh, regular-sized female body mannequins, which the average size of a woman is a size 14. Now, what you see in magazines and models are a size 2. 
So they actually use mannequins according to that size. Okay. It's not just in like Sweden. from maternity stores or nope, Torrid? It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's not okay? It's a regular, regular store. The particular mannequins uh, were for lingerie. So they had mannequins to a real woman size, which, like I said, an average size is 14. Um, I have to uh, comment on this this hiring the anorexic uh, uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> You make it sound so regal. Let Hiring me, the anorexic. The, you know, it, uh, Cordell play, brings a good point because, you know, uh, equal employment opportunists, mm-hmm. they're offering equal employment to people that are are obviously down and out because they're fucking sticking their fingers up their throat. <laughs> but it, it doesn't mean they're down and out. They're not They're not starving to death because they can't afford food. But they're, Well, they're down and out in their mind, you know. But but also also the the message that we're giving our our kids out there, you know. I, I do agree with that. That it is the consumers who really feed on this and who control. And yeah. According to uh, the fashion industry, they're saying that they're trying to do a <sighs> advertising a campaign lines that do that accommodate more to the fuller figure. However, with this. They don't say exactly what modeling agencies. I don't know if it's like a top modeling agency that is very well known internationally that maybe represents like Giselle or, you know, models of that sort of caliber. Um, <laughs> but I think it's messed up. It is. It's messed up, but yeah. not illegal. It's not illegal. eh? save money on the what did you say? Craft services. Even though it's in Sweden, and hire, I have no idea about their laws. Hire the anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, on your on your four hundred one k, all you do offer uh, offer doggy bags, those barf bags, and oh, what? What? <laughs> what? Travel anywhere with them. Travel anywhere. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I was pretty grossed out by the last one, but this one really grosses me out, guys. Uh, I have issues with kids being bored out of their minds that they come up with a challenge every other month. So I'm not sure. Maybe we've heard about the cinnamon challenge where you take a spoonful of cinnamon and you're not allowed to drink a glass of water for Sin- a whole minute. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Wait, and what does it do? So, well, you choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> you die. <laughs> you choke on it. There's a lot of videos online on YouTube about the, the cinnamon challenge. So you're supposed to take a spoonful without drinking a glass of water for a whole minute. Uh, it burns. It causes a lot of strain to your throat. So med- medics have said, don't do it. But these idiots keep on doing it. Well, we have a new challenge in case I wasn't dumb enough. It's called the, <laughs> it's called the condom challenge. Where you snort a condom up your nose, and then it comes out through uh, your throat. Oh. Okay, no, this isn't a, a Youth of America problem. This is a fucking idiot problem. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> let, them, let them die. This Darwinism. is natural selection. Darwinism at work natural here. Selection. Let them be killed by the rock. Let them <laughs> die in the sun. Let them <laughs> choke on their stupidity. In it's the game of condoms, they, you they win or you die. They snort it. They snort it up the their condom. nose. They it, snort. Okay. Do they unwrap it? They unwrap it. Do they use it? They For full nasal penetration, use Trojan. From <laughs> the videos that I have seen, no, they are not used. They are new ones okay. that they unwrap and they snort it up their nose. And the further it goes up their nose, it starts coming out through the back of their throat which where then they pull it out through their throat and it kind of like right up their nose. 
That's disgusting. I, I, that's not funny. That's not cute. That's not sexy. Hey, you Stop it. That is the condom challenge. Look, look. Now you don't do that shit on purpose. <laughs> what, what do you mean? How does it get up there accidentally? I, I slipped and fell. Hey, man. This is not a light bulb up we've the all, ass. We've all been to college. Okay. <laughs> Things happen. No questions asked. No judgment. I'm judging. I don't. I don't know. I can see it happening on accident, but well, it's gone. <laughs> so they posted this on YouTube, just like they did the cinnamon challenge, and it's gone viral. So now all these kids are doing the condom challenge. Well, don't use it, man. You'll Why? catch a virus. <laughs> catch a Why virus. are they doing this, kids? Read a book. You know what? Poor kids. Like, that's not what comms are used for. You poor children know. It's much more fun what if you do it going, the right way. What is going on I'm in wondering, their... I'm wondering where they're getting them. Are they going to Planned Parenthood? Where are the, where's health class that they teach you what to properly use a condom for? I want to see one of those videos. You can find it on YouTube. You go, you go on YouTube and you type in condom challenge and you'll see a bunch of videos come up with these kids. Sometimes it's a chick, sometimes a dude, sometimes two girls. I'm going to do that. I'm going to post that two later. Two girls, one condom? Uh, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. It has to, <clears throat> it has to stop. I have, you know what, I, I, I would post it right now, but I'm on controls right here and I don't usually do the controls here and uh, I don't want to mess anything up, but my brother posted, my brother, he says that Angel Hernandez, you're being uncouth. <laughs> What's uncouth mean? That means Improper. that means that means that means you you need to speak louder. <laughs> he actually wants you to be more vulgar yeah, and he, more he, abrasive. You have to talk about more subjects that infuriate. Oh, because <laughs> you're you're just he's saying you're not pushing the envelope enough. He says I'm on assignment. It's Olympics related. <laughs> I hope. What did I say? <laughs> they're not <laughs> in Paraguay, are they? Because that would just be terrible. <laughs> what did I say? I like how you guys say Paraguay. How is it pronounced? I'm sorry, I'm white. Paraguay. Paraguay. Oh my God. <laughs> Paraguay. 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 It sounds like way. Well, <laughs> you should have him order a, a order at a Mexican restaurant. It's hilarious. Oh, I would love to. Let's go, salsa and beer. <laughs> sounds great. Right, can I have two taquitos, please? That's the, that <laughs> is swear to God. that is how they are pronounced. Swear to God. They were invented, as taquitos. you know, in, in America. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I'm not posting that video because Jose might cite me as being uncouth. <laughs> Word of the day, boys and girls, uncouth. Uncouth. To be angel. He spells <laughs> it. He spells it. I don't. I don't know if I even pronounced it right. Did I? No, no you absolutely pronounced it correctly. It's, pronounce yeah, it correct. it's yeah. a. It's u n c o u t h. So, so does that mean if you take the u n out, that couth is a word? Your, yes. Your your brother would describe himself as a couth individual. Yes. yes. Couth is a positive word, by the way. Yes. Well, I like it because it sounds like a female body part. <laughs> and, and we're back continued. to uncouth. Yes, fantastic. We were we were basking in the couthness for not very long. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on. Just don't snort a condom up your nose. Or guys. a condom full of cinnamon. <laughs> I'm or yes. Ooh. Oh, God, what step. have I done? Naturally yeah. What step. have I done? That would be interesting. All right, moving on, guys. <laughs> okay, so we know the purpose of Botox, right? It's supposed to, you know, give you a youthful look, get rid of those wrinkles, fine lines that you may have. I've Stop expressions, yes. I've never seen it work. Well, might give you something you may not want, which is depression. I think well, if you're using Botox, you're already depressed. Well, <laughs> when, you use, when you use Botox, it kind of sort of freezes your muscles in your face. 
So uh, because <laughs> because you can't smile properly, you are more likely to feel depressed. Now, I'll break it down to you. It actually, when you smile, you literally send signals to your brain that make you feel happy. But because the Botox itself freezes at those signals that go up to your nerves to tell you you're happy, <laughs> don't go off. So you're actually more likely to be depressed or possibly spark depression. So be careful where you Botox, huh? Yeah. Well, it, it's uh, so it's supposed to freeze your muscles. It's a very common uh, treatment to use in your face, around your eyes, your forehead, your jawline. So like I said, in your jawline. So when you inject it, you freeze those nerve connections to make you happy when you smile. Why, why don't you just freeze it mm -hmm. while you're smiling? Well, because then you'll look like the Joker forever. <laughs> well, you're going to look strange anyway. You're injecting basically botulism it's into poison. your face. It's poison. Botox is a poison. Botulism? Yeah, yeah it's basically, I think that's what it What's is. What's botulism? That's yes, David. Explain to the aunt what botulism, botulism is. Botulism? Is that like uncouth? It, <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is not uncouth, no, but it is very, very unpleasant. Okay. Uh, you get it. It's like from like fermented wheat. It's some sort of... Uh, Fermented oh. wheat? Yeah. That's beer, eh? I'll take it. <laughs> Shit. It's, it's definitely a disease of some kind. <laughs> you just don't know which one? I, well, there's so many of them. Hey, well, you know, the, the reason, you know, the real reason why people are becoming depressed off of Botox is because they look at themselves and say, Shit, eh? I look like a man now, eh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it is. But like, but, but Botox actually is a poison. Any physician will tell you it's poisonous. That's why it freezes your muscles. It causes paralysis, like venom. Huh. <laughs> Connect the dots here, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for you. Stop. Well, it's a very, very popular treatment that a lot of women and men use. Uh, to help with their wrinkles and their frown lines. And, and so how many people are becoming, is it a, is it more and more people becoming depressed on this or what? I mean, Well, this is a study that they did where they got like a group of women who They found one Botox. hanging up and she was all, no, they did her face survey. was all swollen and they're all, is that because of the news? Nah, it's the Botox. Yeah. <laughs> or she a must be depressed. Or a bee sting. <laughs> they did a survey about how they felt particularly every day, what their emotions, what their feelings were, and they found that the women who got the Botox were more likely to feel depressed than those who didn't. You know what? I think when people go to the uh, to get their Botox faced, their face, their, bo <laughs> their their face Botox. Botox, I think there's prob it's probably benchmarked out there. Dude, do this, do that, but don't make me look like Joan Rivers. <laughs> Whatever you do. Yeah. Oh, Joan Rivers. But she knows it. She uh, she embraces. She knows that she's part Barbie now. She embraces days. her hyper Botoxism than man or Botoxitis. Botoxitis. <laughs> she does now. And for those out there listening who were asking David, like, what was what's botulism? We actually looked it up. Um, botulism is a severe, sometimes fatal, food poisoning caused by ingestion of food containing botulin and characterized by nausea, vomiting, disturbed vision, muscular weakness, and fatigue. So no, David, Botox wait, is wait, not wait, filled wait. with botulism. It is. It is. It may cause botulism no. if you ingest it. Dude, that happens to me every Friday night, eh? <laughs> That's called a hangover. It's a hangover. <laughs> <That's> a hangover. <laughs> Botox causes hangovers. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. So today, uh, is that it on Botox? That's it on Botox. Now we're moving on to someone. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you use Botox, but maybe. Okay. Uh, People Magazine has released their issue today of who is the most beautiful woman 
of 2013. Justin Bieber. No, let's get a drum roll, guys. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Lies and slander. Oh, wow. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, was uh, nominated by Gwyneth People Magazine Pal- as the winner of Most Beautiful Woman of 2013. Who'd she go up against? The Wicked Witch of the West? Oh. I'm sorry. Gwyneth Paltrow is not the most beautiful woman. She no, is no uh, She's an Oscar-winning actress who was named this uh, prestigious title. And uh, she actually knocked off pop singer Beyonce, who was nominated as uh, the most beautiful woman of the, of the world last year. Sacrilegious. The <laughs> Sacrilegious. She is the 40-year-old mother of two who credits five-day-a-week exercise regimen for keeping her in shape as she gets older. So, uh, so a lot of people were surprised, sort of, because she's not the typical bodacious. Good-looking person? Good, sure. <laughs> and some people are actually saying that this was um, – the best PR person in the world because her movie is about to be released, Iron Man 3. And they're saying that how ironic this movie is about to be released next month. And she was nominated Most Beautiful Woman, which most people, not so much. Um, so they're saying it's just a PR move. And she's really not absolutely. the Most Beautiful Woman. I, uh, I, yes, absolutely. Um, you're talking Us Magazine? People Magazine. People Magazine voting yes. Gwyneth Paltrow as, as most the Most Beautiful, beautiful woman. woman. Yes. Okay, w- the the editor must be working for the same company who's hiring the models, right? <laughs> yeah, because she's a uh, no. This is it's she's, very it's so she's a beautiful woman. I I I do think she's a beautiful woman. I think her presence, uh, uh, physically, you know, she's not my my type. Uh, I prefer uh, brown skin and Latina, uh, but I have nothing <laughs> against her. Uh, but I would go more with like uh, uh, what's that chick's name? Uh, not Cameron Diaz, but the other one. Oh, Char- 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 la- la- la. Oh, Charlize Theron? Uh, Charlize hey, Theron. You're not going to hear I mean, me complain. Pretty, but like, there are so many out there. And, you know, I know you don't want to it seems cliche to say, say the Beyonce, the Scarlett Johansson, or the Eva Longoria's, but all these women, I feel, are more have a more a sexier appeal or a more attractive look than Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, I mean, she can act in one movie. Um, Shakespeare in Love, and that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and but she looks plain. Maybe that's why they picked her because she looks plain. I feel like I can go to the mall right now and see sixteen Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah, starving. Yeah, she ah. doesn't mm, has a striking look for me. I'm sure she's. I particularly she's not my cup of tea. But she was nominated, and it's very ironic because a couple of weeks ago she was uh, nominated the most hated celebrity. In Hollywood, which is kind of ironic. It came out two weeks uh, before. So there's a list of the most hated celebrities in Hollywood. Gwyneth Paltrow was the most hated? Most hated celebrity, Gwyneth Paltrow, number one. Number two, Kristen Stewart from the Twilight series. Oh, The Foot. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I don't like her. Number three, Jennifer Lopez. Not so well liked. We don't like her? I don't don't like her either. She dissed me. She did? (laughs) She dissed you? Dissed me. How dare she? I uh, over at yes, how dare she? Over at the uh, at the uh, Latin Grammys. You know, I know someone who works with her, and she says she's very nice, very quiet, keeps to herself, very. You know what? I I, don't, I can't say that I really. You know, I think she's a she's a good actress. She doesn't sing very well, but but I uh, based on some of the stuff I've heard on uh, reports that that's on the news or whatever. 
that she has a bit of an attitude, you know, to insure your ass, get insurance on your ass. That's being a little conceited, well, right? Well, she is a little diva, and she she can insure her ass. Yeah, that gets on my nerves. Number eh? four, John Mayer. Yeah, I don't like him either. Singer. Yeah, we, we have yet to come across someone that would go, oh, no, they're lovely. Singer slash man whore. Uh, <laughs> number five, Katherine Heigl. Do we she not like, like her? She, can be a uh, she yeah. looks like yeah, she looks like she'd be a bitch. I've never met the woman. I've, I've no frame she of reference. Like she looks like she can be a bitch. And no frame of reference. <laughs> Number six, Matt Lauer. Who's that? Host of the Today Show I've on NBC. I, th- I think I've been reading something about that. That he's like a nightmare to work with. Really? Yeah. I would never think so. He seems kind of. I really care. Well, I mean, do you watch morning <laughs> shows? I know I don't. I no, go I'm to, at work. I go to work in the morning. <laughs> well, I work for one, so I'm familiar <laughs> with them. Number seven, Madonna. Yeah, no, that that yeah. I, I buy that. She's a bitch. I you know why? <laughs> She's angry because she can't fix her teeth. <laughs> no, seriously, because she knows that the gap in her teeth is like her calling card. But she's pissed because she's ugly because there's a gap in her teeth. <laughs> Number eight, Justin Bieber. Ah, the Biebs. Well, he, the, you be know what there. his problem is? Here's Justin Bieber. Like, I'm not going to take away, like, I'm. am I hating because he's a multimillionaire, uh, much younger than I am? Yes, absolutely. But <laughs> the reason he's an asshole is because he doesn't understand what it's like to be normal. He grew up uh-huh. in, a, in, a, in a Lamborghini. Like, you know, Usher found him when how how old was he? Like he was like, like thirteen. Like thirteen. He had thirteen like years that. on this earth before he became a superstar. Please. My brother keeps posting on Facebook, and hey, brother, I'm not gonna read it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take that. Yeah, there you go, hey. Number nine. I read it, I read it when I want to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Anne Hathaway. No, <clears throat> I like Anne Hathaway. I do. I think she's pretty. I think she would be great to have a beer with and talk. No, I think she's full of herself. Well, yeah, she's so talented. Academy (laughs) Academy Award winning. (laughs) But did you see that scene? No. She ripped your heart out in that scene. Which scene? On what movie? Oh, um, Mm. Les Miserables. The reason she won the Academy Award, because she sat there and sobbed through that song, I Dream a Dream, which was fabulous. And I don't care if she's a bitch. She's awesome. Right. I, I wish you guys could see Cordell, man. He's flipping over this Anne Hathaway I like chick. Anne Hathaway. I think she's kind of a little bit too into herself. And I'm just completely basing this on her interviews <laughs> on television. I don't really, obviously, I don't know any of these people <laughs> I don't personally. Know that Anne Hathaway, I know you're listening, so come on down to the garage. <laughs> yeah. Cordell s- wants a picture with you. I do. Number 10, Chris Jenner, who's the mother of the Kardashian clan. The Ew. mother? The mother? Okay, okay so my, why don't we just go down that? Okay. Chris Jenner. Next up, <laughs> Chloe. Next up, Kim. Actually, number eleven is Kim Kardashian. Okay, yeah. We could have just stopped at Je- at the mom, you know, and she, but she had to make more. That's why she's so hated. Oh, the devil <laughs> and her spawn. I don't it, understand what's. It, it, if they, if she wouldn't have made her spawn, she would probably go under the radar and not be hated. I mean, her husband was one of the lawyers on the OJ trial, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. That's, That's right. where their name is. I think it was uh, Rob Kardashian. Yes. yes. Uh, you're, you're, sh- you're showing your age. I am. I'm old as you shit. Know, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> everybody remembers the OJ trial, but you barely remember it. I, I actually do remember it. Oh, speaking of the OJ trial, here's a funny story. So the other day, guys, I was, I was, walking, I was walking out of a store, and I saw this girl with a shirt. It was an it was orange shirt on, and it had a white Bronco on it, like the horse. And it said, drink apple juice, because OJ will kill you. <laughs> and I, I thought it was so funny. I was like, that's a great shirt. And the girl was like, thanks. And in her eyes, I saw that she didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, because of the OJ. And she goes, yeah, the horse is pretty. 
What? Yeah, and she had to be like at least like 15, 16. She has no idea who O.J. Simpson who, is. What horse? <laughs> is there a horse called O.J.? No, no. I don't. And I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm ancient. I am so old. <laughs> I you know well, what? it's that weird meeting people that were born in like, when were you born? Oh, 1995. But that was like two years ago. <laughs> See, what? this is. This Cordell, is, you're saying that I'm ancient. I don't appreciate that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a time where Jose would t- definitely monopolize because he worked the OJ trial. <laughs> definitely monopolize. He was. Well, I think that trial was six months. It was a long. That was a long time in Santa Monica or something like that. It was. It was a very, very long. For those of you who don't know that you're too young, the OJ OJ Simpson was a football player, later celebrity, who was uh, charged for uh, accused of uh, uh, of of. Murdering, kid, murdering his wife, and then and it was boyfriend. a high-profile, uh, 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 what do you call it, trial. Mm-hmm. So uh, people from all over the world were here in LA, and they called it Camp OJ, where all the news vans. You would probably know better than me what what a, what a news van camp looks like, Jackie, because you work in the news. It oh. it means a bunch of freaking news vans <laughs> in one location from all over the world, and yes. Jose was there every day. Every day, Camp OJ, Camp OJ. So, like, when it ended, it, they all, like, exchanged shirts and shit. Exchanged <laughs> phone numbers. <laughs> it was before MySpace and before Facebook, so they didn't exchange social networks. But I, if Jose was here, he'd tell you a bunch of stories on that. But you're not here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. So I was really surprised at the rest of this list. I'm going to mention just a few more. Number 13 was Ashton Kutcher. What? He's what? He's Most a- hated celebrity. Um, I mean, I guess. I didn't. I didn't think so. I thought he was popular. Just because you're a girl, yeah. that's why girls like him. Well, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I think he's hot, but I would never bang him ever. <laughs> okay. <What? But> I, <laughs> okay. Let's talk about guys that you think celebrities that you think are hot that you will bang. God, right? Where to begin? <laughs> She's all Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I'm actually very, very limited on my two bang celebrity list. <laughs> I'm very limited because a lot of them, they're just, you know, you just know they're man horse. On the list. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, that's yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, number one, all the way at the top, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. My Gosling. Was Gosling. that because of The Notebook or okay, the, or the no. independent movies? No, that was, that was because of Crazy Stupid Love. No, swear to G. I never saw <laughs> The Notebook until... Are you talking about Ice Cube or something? <laughs> swear to G. <laughs> I swear I saw The Notebook a year ago. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. I knew oh, really? I never saw it. That movie came out, like, what, 10 years ago? <laughs> More. It feels <laughs> as like though. 2002 about. I, I, I never saw it until a year ago, but I pretty much knew what it was about. Um, crazy, Stupid Love, never saw it. Uh, you'll you'll want to see that then. Yeah, I saw the trailer where he's all naked and stuff, whatever, or half naked. But I just like him. He's a cool dude. I mean, I'm not going to complain. I mean, I think he makes some excellent movies, especially as of recent. Drive was an excellent film. That's, that's when we started liking Gosling, Drive. If you haven't seen Drive, ladies and gentlemen, you really need to. It is a great, and, great film. And I suppose some, some love can be made for Gangster Squad, you know. Be I liked Gangster Squad. Ladies and I gentlemen, that's coming from uh, the Cineverse, guys. Cordell and Dave from the Cineverse. Let me tell you one that I like. It's an independent film, and it's called Half Nelson. Have you seen that uh, one? Excellent Half film. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. excellent. Very good. It's kind of a dark movie, but it's got a really profound uh, uh, message on it. 
And I think he kind of, uh, what's this guy's name again? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling kind of went out there on this movie because he, he plays kind of a likable, somewhat undesirable character on this one. Well, you want to go even farther than that. If you if you appreciate Gosling's just for his acting prowess, you should check out a little movie he did called Lars and the Real Girl. Or, or oh, Blue I Valentine. Blue Valentine, exactly. I saw Lars. That yeah. one was good. Yeah, he's really good. And it. his girlfriend, well, right now they're a little shaky, is Eva Mendes. So I appreciate that he likes the Latino what, little, girl. Uh-huh. Little, little shaky. Hey. Are you waiting to swoop in? No. Oh. <laughs> At any moment. Come on, any Ava, mo- just screw okay. it up. <laughs> so he actually goes to this Thai boxing gym down the street from my boyfriend's house. So I'm planning a stakeout for like a week. <laughs> you need to become a Thai boxing he instructor. Is exactly. What it I need to do that, and I can do that if I stake it out for a and week. Then you can help him stretch. Oh, I can sure. pick up a couple things. Yeah, my boyfriend says he just rolls up on this bike. It's early in the morning, super chill. He'll walk in with his helmet, and I'm like, got it. Got it. Guy just that walks tackle, in with the helmet. Right? <laughs> You're mine. I, I need to figure out what I'm going to say after that. But after the tackle? After um, the tackle. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. So sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Can we go somewhere? I think we go somewhere. <laughs> Together. <laughs> you know what? I, I I think this would be a really good topic for the Cineverse guys to do is a most beautiful celebrity. Female I think, celebrity. I think we could. I think we could. Because, because our list wouldn't be your generic list. Monica Belushi. That's what Dave that's, that's what Dave. Who's said. Monica Belushi? What? What? I what? don't know who she is. What is wrong Pastor with Pastor the Christ? No, we d- <laughs> Wow. You go with that. I always do that to you. Good lord. I, I didn't see her. She was wearing a burqa. <laughs> I don't know who she is either. Let me tell you who will be on my list. I'm I'm googling her. Not right in now. any particular order. Who the but, hell is she? But it would be. Uh, She's very pretty though. <laughs> hey, why are you interrupting, Jose? Put you up to this. Sorry, <laughs> Jose, put you up to this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just looking at the photos. Wow, sexy. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, my brother posted something on uh, Gwyneth Paltrow on our Facebook. For some reason, my uh, Facebook isn't working. But uh, so I can't see it, Jose. Ha. <laughs> oh, he said, yes, she's the most beautiful woman. I've said it many times. She has a very natural beauty, a girl next door glamour. I don't know about a girl next door look, that, but she not, does that's have. Not, that's not Monica Belushi at all. She does have a very natural <laughs> beauty. I do. I do agree on that natural beauty, but she just I don't know. My list will include uh, Scarlett Johansson mm. down. Yes. Um, uh, 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 that uh, Jessica Alba. Down, mm. uh, I suppose. In Sin City, down. Okay, oh, yes. and uh, the girl that uh, the girl from the uh, the Housewives uh, that she used to do the Kitty Show. Even Longoria. No, the other one. My, my, um, forgot Felicity her. Huffman. At her and probably on the top of my list, and it's a close one behind, a uh, close one with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, is Marissa Tomei. Oh, Tomei. See, I can, I can, yeah. my cousin Vinny, baby, she's wearing those tight pants. Ow. With all that hairspray and that accent, that that, what, that fake that accent, fake Bronx <laughs> accent, mm. or Jersey, I think. It I was. think Jersey. for some reason she's to me. I don't know. In, uh, in movies, she's so irresistible to me. I think maybe it's the characters. Uh, uh, Happily ever after. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was really surprised you guys didn't mention Alyssa Milano. That's the one. She's the, she does. Well, why would we mention Alyssa uh, Milano? Because I remember no. she she was super hot and and what, I remember charmed. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I I I wonder what's happened to her. 
time. Didn't yeah. she do that that housewives? She still housewives? Good. No, she did. Oh, uh, I'm talking about another one. What has she done since Charm? Nothing. That's why we didn't mention her. <laughs> <laughs> Who well, remembers she, Alyssa? Milano? She didn't do the director, so she's not doing any movies anymore. <laughs> Boom. Uh, <laughs> and then last on the list of most hated celebrity, which I think should have been much more higher, Chris Brown. Chris Breezy. Most hated celebrity. You know, people um, think I no look relation. like Chris Brown. No relation. It's because it's because that. Oh, uh, you, I'm you so guys, sorry. What are you guys on? Cordell, the number of black celebrities people think you look like. <laughs> Seriously, I've gotten everyone. I've gotten Obama, I've heard, I've heard, Chris I've, Rock, Chris I've heard Brown, Tay Diggs. Chris Tucker. LeBron James. LeBron, anybody. <laughs> Martin Luther King, I swear to God. If, if he's black and he's popular, people think I look like him. Because apparently all us Negroes look alike. Yeah, you, you, your face you, you is very, very moldable. Much, you, you remind me very much of Carl Weathers. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. A little bit like Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, oh, okay. I can do the one I think. <laughs> <laughs> I could carry you too. But yeah, Jose, Chris Brown. Jose Brown. texted me. He says that Alyssa has fangs. Is that a reference to embrace the vampire? I, <laughs> Where? Does she have fangy teeth? I don't know. How does he know? Does that come out on television? He's <laughs> 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 like, they're showing her fangs. How does he know? Jose... What what are you doing? You micromanaging <laughs> over there? From even even from work, he cannot keep himself away. WTF, man. I I dude, I can't tell you how many texts I've already received. <laughs> Shit. You know it's funny. People do that. People will like will take like little bitty things and that will make someone really unattractive. Case in point, Megan Fox, who is really really good looking oh, she until is. you look at her thumbs. She has toe thumbs and yeah. that shit's gross. Yeah. It's disgusting. With fungus? No, it's no fungus, but like, there's just like they're, short they're midget digits. It looks like a I boy's don't. finger. It does. It's nasty. It, we're talking so about her feet? No, toe thumbs no. on her thumbs. Oh, her, her thumbs. Her thumbs they look, look like, like boy yeah. thumbs. And she's right. anti-Semitic. <laughs> okay. She, she, uh, she's a, she's not on this list. I guess she's not That's most hated. That's because everyone's forgotten about her. Oh, no, she's up. April in the new Turtles mm-hmm. movie. What? Oh, she's April. Who's April? April O'Neil in the new Turtles movie. That's who <laughs> she is. Yeah. She got cast. And you know what's funny? Michael Bay is producing that. And then they had a big falling out when I like, thought she they... called him a Nazi. Yeah, I thought they were um, not friends. They weren't because she called him a Nazi on an interview. And like Spielberg doesn't play that mess. And he like tanked her career after he that. He did. And, so she and now probably she's starring with... in the Ninja Turtles now movie. Now she probably slept with the right guy. Now she's back on top. If you're catching my drift. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay, well, you know what, Cordell? I'll catch uh, 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 Jackie's uh, hip drift or wins, but I'll try to catch yours later, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I have for tonight, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, from uh, uh, Telemundo TV and from uh, NBCLA, the multimedia journalist and the lovely, lovely Latina from here in the valley, Jackie Casas. Thanks, guys. Anyways, uh, when we come back, uh, what are we going to have when we come back? Oh, uh, we're going to go to a music break right now. And uh, when we can, ha- when we come back, we're going to be with the guys, uh, Dave Brown and Cordell Crisman of uh, The Cineverse. And uh, what are we going to talk about, guys? We are talking about the lack of imagination these days in Hollywood. Yes, and how remakes seem to be all we can look forward to these days. Unfortunately. Remaking remakes. How they suck nowadays by the, I don't know, whatever. I didn't mean to subtitle it there, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And it sounded great. <laughs> Anyways, 
We'll come back with the uh, with the guys from the Cineverse, uh, also the Chill Lounge, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you in a little while. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m.
everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Choo! You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Except there is no Jose. It is us, the geniuses from the Cineverse, solely dubbed by the twins. Uh, this is Dave. <laughs> and this is Cordell. And this is Angel. Thanks, guys, for bringing us in. Uh, just like they said, uh, uh, they're sitting in for my brother, Jose, who is on assignment, and I have to be couth for him. <laughs> <laughs> and t- he insists to s- that I be couth and say he is on assignment. I'm winking my eye <laughs> on some Olympic something. Top so I, secret. I just, I just love the way you say, be couth. <laughs> be couth. Which is like the Victorian way of saying, be cool, man. Okay. One must be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, um, oh, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk in, in a minute right now about retakes. Uh, but I want to tell listeners, you're listening to Twin Talk Cast Radio on TwinTalkCast.com and on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. You can call in anytime at 626-275-TWIN. That's 8946, uh, and, and say hello and all that kind of stuff. And uh, also, uh, after the Cineverse, guys, I'm going to do my chill lounge. Hey, by the way, Jackie, yes, I'm doing a chill lounge. Guys, check this out. Uh, as you know, the chill lounge, it, it, it's, I, I do the chill lounge. It's, it's uh, sometimes silly, sometimes profound, but always chill. Always. At the end of every show, I digged up in the vaults a chill lounge from 1980. Eight. Nice. You're kidding. Uh, you know, this I may really be weird to say. 1988. We were the, born. We, were really? Born. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I've been writing. Sorry about that, guys. Whatever. Sorry so I'm that. still older than you guys. I thought I was in the same group, but no. Nope. Kind of our generation X, Y, Z. Whatever. 87. I'll tell you. I, <laughs> I, I've been writing uh, for years, and I didn't just for myself. And I, I just picked this up today. I says, Hey, I'm going to use it on the chill lounge today. Nice. So there you go. Taking See, away. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. I thought you were gonna say. But this week on the chill lounge, I'm gonna shout <laughs> and enrage. <laughs> and enrage. <laughs> no chill. It's, no lounge. It's gonna be take the pill, child. <laughs> 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 uh, Red no. pill or blue pill. I'm oh, I knew that was gonna be said <laughs> by one of you two. It's it's a special snort, a condom up your nose lounge. <laughs> That, uh, that does stop. not just because I presented the story does that mean I in any way advocate for you to snort condoms or synonyms or Legos or any <laughs> or Legos. stupid thing in out fact, there? Don't do any of those things. Youth of America, stop it. Stop <laughs> snorting, damn it. Stop snorting. <laughs> hey, uh, anyways, uh that there you go. We're we're not gonna be snorting any condoms here. <laughs> we will be uh uh passing wind, hip wind. <laughs> Wind from thy hip. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you say I'm nope. passing wind from my hip. Hip <laughs> wind. We could always say it. Now it sounds Shakespearean. The wind patheth by her hip. <laughs> <laughs> Doth thy mother know? <laughs> uh, Jackie says toe thumbs. LOL. I like Gabriel Union better. Who's that? Gabrielle Union. God, Gabrielle Union. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah, her in a while. Pretty. I've she heard she's pretty. a bitch, though. She looks like she could be, but like in the sack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Get it, girl. I heard that the teammates of her boyfriend, I forget what team he plays for, but her boyfriend's a basketball player, NBA player, and she was banned from the uh, 
what do you call that? Close the f- to the, the floor. floor, floor seats, because she's so freaking loud. And she's like, you freaking idiot. You shouldn't have dropped that ball. So I'm they sure banned she her says that. From the, the uh, floor seats. That's ridiculous. Okay, you know, a sporting event, like, if you can't be loud and obnoxious about sports at a sporting event, then God damn it, where can you? <laughs> well, oh, hey, man. <laughs> this I'm, is America. I remember when Jack Nicholson was given a technical. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I do remember that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I missed that one. <laughs> For mouthing off to the ref. Dude. The first time a fan was given a technical. <laughs> I have a story, but I am not Jose. <laughs> End. <laughs> no, Charlie. I, I, as you guys know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dad of chil- uh, three kids. Well, they're big adults now. They're. D- <laughs> but I'm not Jose. Do you mind laughing in Thank the you mic, for Jackie? That. <laughs> Laugh in the mic. <laughs> Sorry, that was a good one. <laughs> I was actually, I was, uh, I coached my children in, in baseball and softball for many years, and then uh, being a coach in Italy, you have to volunteer for different things. Uh, oh no, this was not the volunteer story. But <laughs> my God, <laughs> you are channeling your brother right now. <laughs> Check it out. We were totally th- this umpire was totally biased. He was biased, and he's been. It was a. It was like a, a a big game, and all year long he was treating us wrong. It was my daughter's softball, teenage girls, and uh, I had to go out there and just kick dirt on his foot, like Tommy Lasorda used to. <laughs> And uh, the ultimate insult. <laughs> you are you are a monster. I got kicked out, man. <laughs> I got kicked out. It was awesome because we were losing by by seven points, and my girls came back. Boom. <laughs> That'd be a lesson to you, umpire with a dirty shoe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh God! Nice. Did you kill the man? <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, uh, so ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you know, uh, the uh, Cineverse guys, Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown, the geniuses of the Cineverse, are sitting in today for my brother as guest hosts. And it's an honor to have you here. It's an honor to be here. I would imagine it would be. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Leave it to David Brown. <laughs> Anyways, uh, make sure that you catch them on www.thecineverse.com. But now... I am go- calling, we are calling upon the Cineverse guys because you guys came prepared. Always. Like Boy Scouts. Uh, but not really. So tell me, tell me, uh, uh, what is it? We're going to talk retakes. Yeah. So we're, we're ta- talking remakes, boys and girls. And like when, we, when we're talking remakes, we're talking about how in Hollywood these days, big budget pictures, how there's nothing original coming out anymore. What do you get? You get the same old stuff. Uh, and so we have a we yeah. compiled a list for you guys of like movies. movies <laughs> and no, no, that movie was original, this, that, and the other. Like, no, we're going to blow your mind right now with how many <laughs> movies are actually remakes uh. of other films. Now, uh, let's start off with, with an easy one. Every, everyone who uh, was born, I guess, before 1995 uh, knows the movie The Karate Kid. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, to all of our listeners who were not born uh, before 1995, we're not talking about the one with Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the old school Mr. Miyagi. We're talking about Pat, Pat Morita, Wax On, Wax Off. That's right. They did remake it Ralph with Jackie Macchio. and with Will Smith's Smith. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Who is adorable. Okay. In my opinion. I, I didn't see the movie, but I just think he's really cute. I mean, really the movie cute. wasn't a bad film per se, but like... Other than the issue, fact that it was wrong. My, my issue here is like, why would you remake a classic like that? Like, you don't see The Godfather coming out again. Uh. I mean, uh. The Karate Kid is a classic 80s film. 
I mean, it is. is. Is it very good? Not really, once you look at it again, but, like, it's a classic film. Why remake that? Classic 80s film. Put it on the list of the remakes. Why don't, you know, take a look at Red Dawn. We just remade it. Uh-huh. Classic yeah. 80s did, film. Did you guys see that? I didn't see Footloose. it. Footloose. Classic Footloose. 80s oh, film. Yeah, that yeah. was so bad. I mean, need I go on? Let me tell you, the, the 80s brought some really good movies and some really bad ones, but... Uh, <clears throat> The 80s need to stay in the 80s, eh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because if you keep bringing them out, then it's not the 80s anymore. Yeah, and people might be compelled to wear uh, uh, pads up to their belly button and uh, Reeboks. <laughs> or, those, or those fantastic uh, uh, MC Hammer pants. <laughs> there nice. you go. Those nice. are comfortable, okay? <laughs> nice. uh, those are just parachute very comfortable. Pants. Parachute pants. So, can, about, uh, yeah. so do you guys have any insight on, on like, for instance, uh, uh, the, uh, the Red Dawn? Red Dawn, I didn't see Red Dawn, but I did. I saw the original, and I thought it was really good. It was it was based during when it was still the Cold War. Yeah, and so and the Soviets invade the Soviets via uh, the Cubans. Exactly, and uh, when Cuba was kind of I don't know what they were, what they are, uh, and I thought it was pretty cool. They had kind of an all star cast: Patrick Swayze, uh, mm-hmm. the girl from uh, Dirty Dancing, uh, a couple other people there, and that one guy who says, "Son." Avenge me! <laughs> but then they remade it, and I didn't see it. But I looked at the the, the movie poster. I didn't recognize anybody on there. Well, Thor's well, in well, there. Thor, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Liam, uh, and so is Peter. Or not Liam, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Peter from the Hunger Games. Yeah, He's in it too. I, don't, I can't remember. His but name. Josh Hutchison. Hutchison. Yeah. And also Josh Peck of uh, Disney fame. Jock, no, no, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Josh fame, and Drake. Sorry. Yeah, yeah right. Drake and Josh. Whatever. Whatever. But this is, guys, listeners, I wish you could see this. This is like a pissing contest. See, I could draw my name. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how it is all the time. But to go back to your original question, like, yeah, like, why, like, first of all, the remake of Red Dawn wasn't awful, per se. It was just an insult to the original film just because you're not going to get what the original film gave you, Uh you know? Uh Um, I mean, the original film was like, you know, it took place in the Cold War. In the Soviets, like this one, I think what was it? It was the Koreans. Uh, yeah, North Koreans invade. It was North Koreans invade, which doesn't make any and sense at there's all. There's no the Korea. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but aren't they like the North Koreans bombing? Like they want to bomb everybody? It kind of makes say. sense. Yeah, well, you don't know. They they were trying to be topical, but it, you know, I'm sorry, it just failed to succeed. The thing is, it was originally written as the Chinese, which, you know, at least would make sense. Red, but. Guess Red. guess where they wanted to sell the movie in the second biggest film market in the world, which is China. China. Oh, so you can't really make China the bad guy. Ah, uh, we're not really worried about uh, making those uh, North Korean dollars. <laughs> not at all. Hey, so if if the Jamaicans invaded, it would be called Green Day. What? Green Dog. <laughs> Did I say day? You totally did say day. It would be called Green Freudian Dawn. slip eh? right there. <laughs> Billy Joel would not be pleased. I think, I think my brother would be so happy to see Jackie laughing at me. <laughs> I think it's more of a cackle. I just like the face after. Green the, day. The green day. You're like. Oh wait, wait what? What? <laughs> What's el- what, what? What else you got on the list? Well, there? Uh, the thing, well first thing I want to say about remakes okay. is. The reason most studios make them is that they own them in the first place. So they're not paying a new screenwriter realistically. They're not saying, hey, you've got a new movie. We'll, we'll finance it. We'll, we'll uh, 
We'll uh, advertise it. We'll make it for it. They're taking a, a property that they already know was popular. You remember Starsky and Hutch, for, for a perfect example. That was a, a fun TV series in the 70s. It was a very popular property. So they didn't really have to put any effort into selling it. They mm. could save money on selling it because people already know Starsky and Hutch. All they had to do was find a couple of famous actors and get a, a screenwriter that you know works for them in the office and say, hey, hey, Jim. Write me a screenplay for Starsky and Hutch. But that's the problem, isn't it? That's the problem. They don't put a lot of effort into these films. That's why they most often than not come out lackluster. Let me tell you, put Ben Stiller in it. That's not putting a lot of effort already, man. Exactly. Yeah. You're just I, selling a name. I, I, uh, I have to say I used to love Starsky and Hutch. That was back in the day before you guys were born. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we still know who David Soul is. Okay. Word. And uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Hutch. Everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> The world forgot him. But I, I didn't, I didn't even bother to watch the the, the remake. I thought, uh, I think uh, up to this day, I haven't seen a movie that was that was made from a TV uh, a series that I really liked. And then to to give it a a comedic spin uh, was kind of like you know I didn't bother to see it, man. Childhood. You didn't miss anything. Not a They've done it a few times. Thing. I suppose that there is some merit to the Twenty One Jump Street remake, but again, it didn't. Uh, it didn't really win me over all that much. But it certainly, it certainly was better than I think Starsky and Hutch came out. Twenty One Jump Street was awful too. But yeah, Chan Tatum has no business acting. You nope. don't think he's a good actor? No. You, I thought he was brilliant on uh, 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 recognizing the Saints. Oh, a guy uh, to recognize uh, your saints. I thought he was I mean, brilliant in that movie. Okay, okay, I'll give him. I'll give him. Maybe this is the problem. Maybe he just has no skill in choosing scripts. I didn't even okay. know that he act. I, I was. <laughs> what do you just stare at his you pecs just all thing and then stare go stare at Channing Tatum? That's all you do. You just observe. <laughs> you just observe. He's, he's not yes. wildlife. You don't really focus on what he can. What is, comes out of his mouth? Is that a bangable one? That is a bangable one. A bangable one. That is. So you saw Magic Mike? No, I didn't. What? How? I didn't. How, How is it you, you love these two I actors have... and you haven't seen either of the movies because... that they put themselves on display? Because male strippers creep me out. Well, guess what? Channing Tatum used to be a male stripper. <laughs> I know. I don't want to think of him that way. I don't want to think naked? of him. No. <laughs> I think we've already disproved that. <laughs> no, that that is fine. But just the whole... Gy- gyrating, gyrating around you is so creepy. I hate male strippers, so I didn't see that movie. But like okay. I said, you don't focus on the acting with Channing Tatum. Just saying. Amen. Well, you just appreciate what's there. What God made. Yes. <laughs> that reminds me of a porno. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The yes. Act- exactly. The acting does not matter. Exactly. <laughs> so Channing Tatum comes to Channing is a porn Tatum. star. <laughs> He's just. He gets a green light every time. <laughs> I honestly, I have no response. To Jackie that. likes Channing Tatum. I would not be. Uh, trust me, I'm not alone on this. Is that his real name, guys? Oh, absolutely. I think so. I don't think that's a stage. That's name, that's ridiculous that's and white enough to be his name. That's I don't, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, what else do we have that well, are retakes? I want to talk. I want to talk about some remakes that that actually succeeded. In uh, in being better than their originals. Oh really? And they're oh. they're few and far between. Okay. Yes, but there are there are. Yeah. Um. Uh. One one example that I, I always like to bring up is Ocean's Eleven. Ooh. Everyone. I, like I that. mean, we all liked the old Frank Sinatra one, it, and it, it's very '60s. It's dated, 
But, uh, you know, we look at it now not as a great movie, just kind of as like a, a fun little throwback to the 60s type movie. That is a remake? Absolutely. Yeah, then we've got, then we've got is, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Who's in Don Cheadle? Who's in the first one? Uh, the Rat Pack. Rat Pack. Frank Sammy Sinatra, Jamie Davis, Dean Martin, Peter Lawford. Ocean's Eleven, I thought they just got the name off of a perfume bottle or something. No, 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 no. no. But, uh, yeah, no, no. That's the, the, it was about a, a group of 11 men that uh, got together to uh, rob Las Vegas. Uh, and hence, that is a solid remake. Hence Eleven. Yeah, and it's a yeah. solid remake and, in, in my opinion, very successful. I mean, but, it spawned two more sequels but after that. here's the that. thing with Ocean's Eleven. It, it, it took the, the premise... Yeah, I suppose the took, seed of the it idea. Took, it, it took the, the title, but it was a different movie. The vibe of the film was different. The tone of the film was different. Like, everything about the film was different. The only thing that stayed the same was the title and the fact that people are robbing Vegas. Right. But Ocean's Eleven is one of my favorite films. It's it's really, really, the new one, of course, is really, really good. And I think, I, I agree with you, Dave, I think better than the original. Yeah. So so are you saying that the original wasn't that good? No, I'm saying the original was, was, it was great. It was a fine movie. But the remake absolutely pushed the property to new bounds and and therefore this is you know kind of the exception that proves the rule that sometimes a remake is good sometimes a mo- sometimes a movie deserves to be remade and sometimes it's just lazy filmmakers or studios looking to make a buck on something they've already done diamond in the rough okay you got any more movies that deserve or no- don't deserve to be remade um well I actually I've got I've got some interesting ones I've got a list of movies that people don't know are remakes okay keep going um, how about 2006 Best Picture Award winning movie, The Departed? Departed. Remake. That's a remake? Absolutely. It's a remake. Oh, so it's a remake. It's a foreign film remake. That's like the. the that's the, a crazy with movie. With Mark Wahlberg, right? Exactly. Where it Mark. ends at the end? Mm, Matt Damon. Well, they usually end at the end, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson. That's a good movie. That Absolutely. It's good. a remake of a Japanese film. It's actually a, a three part series. Called Cobra in Affairs? Uh, uh, Infernal Affairs. Eternal Affairs. Infernal Affairs. Yes, Infernal affairs. affairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should make a. It left you kind of hanging, like not hanging, but it left you kind of thinking there's going to be a sequel. Well, in in Japan, they there are two other movies that follow after it, mm. but they're much shorter, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean in stature. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Another another perfect example of a uh, a movie that was a remake. Wait a, a second, wait. Are they going to make a sequel or not? No, eh? no, they're not. They wrapped it up. Scorsese doesn't really Why? do sequels. Uh, uh, to, well, do, how well do you remember the movie? I don't remember it that much. I know I liked well, it a I'm gonna lot. Well, put, I'm going to put some spoiler alerts there. out there so anyone who hasn't seen it and wants to, you should uh, cover your ears now. Uh, at the very end where uh, Matt Damon's character is killed uh-huh. by Mark Wahlberg, uh, in the original Japanese version, uh, no one ever finds out that Matt Damon's character is an undercover criminal in the police department, and he just goes on with his life uh, as a police officer. Oh. And that's the character you end up following. But since Scorsese decided to subsequently have him killed at the movie's climax, um, they, uh, the sequels kind of dried up. He's just stingy. He didn't want nobody else to pick it up. Or he doesn't do sequels. He, doesn't, yeah. he, he likes to wrap up all his stories. <laughs> and I appreciate that, because some movies don't deserve sequels. Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sad, because Jurassic Park had a sequel-written book that they kind of, I don't know, ignored? Yeah. Or just screwed up. Completely. Something like that. They just shouldn't do it. Um, another another uh, one I wanted to bring up is... Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Good Lord. Hey, now. That's the one that got shot. Oh, well, the dinosaur went down. Uh, Dawn <laughs> of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is a remake. But I think a lot of people know that Dawn I, of the Dead is I suppose is so, but I, I want to say Dawn of the Dead is a remake that 
surpasses its original. I think that the was a good which one. Dawn I of the Dead. Like I think Zack Snyder's Wait. Dawn of the Dead with Ving Rhames. There's a lot of Dawn of the Deads. <laughs> <laughs> which are. one? You're there George are, Romero is the first one. George right? Romero, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's Zack Snyder's, which came out in, in the early 2000s, sometime. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that movie is, is far superior is to than George, George Romero's. Romero's. Meh. But that is a perfect example, unlike Ocean's Elevens, of a perfect remake. They took the exact story and redid it, and in my opinion, was were more, more successful. Okay. I mean, and, uh, speaking, that's something you bring that up, an exact remake. There's another exact remake out there that may be one of the worst movies of all time. I'm talking about Psycho. Now, Psycho, okay. not the original Psycho by, Ar- by Al- Alfred Hitchcock, the, the amazing masterpiece. I'm talking about the one with... Um, Vince Vaughn and 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 Hage and what they did a lot of people don't know this they took the exact script from the original Psycho and the camera shots and reshot it shot for shot it is it is visually identical completely a a complete regurgitation of the original (laughs) film in color with worse actors why would you do that so yeah there's absolutely not one single thing different besides the fact that it's horrible yeah, it wasn't great. I don't even really remember. I just remember Anne Hayes. Well, didn't she go crazy right after that movie came out? I come out. I'm in. Yeah. She, yeah, you know, she, she was confused I, with her sexuality for a long time. For like time. three years. She ended up like somewhere in Bakersfield or something. <laughs> in she, the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. But like that's one of the movies that had no business being remade. And certainly not any business being remade the way it was remade. <laughs> Johnny got <laughs> shot. <laughs> I like how you add these sound effects, Angel. You smile after. <laughs> 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 but uh, one interesting thing is that you would think that after they remake a movie and it's either successful or unsuccessful, that would be the end of it. Okay, we've remade that movie. We can't do it again. <laughs> Apparently it's Beirut out here. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, uh, there are a few movies out there that have been remade multiple times. Okay. Uh, uh, first thing I want to talk about is The Thing from Outer Space. The Thing. The Thing. No, no. This is The Thing no, from no, no, Outer no. Space. Yeah. This is a 1950s movie. The first movie. one. Yeah, okay. I think it was uh, Vincent Price or, or someone of that ilk made it. And then... Wait a second. Ilk? Did you say ilk? Yeah, your brother will know this word. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say ilk. Do you Are mean you sure? milk? <laughs> Do you mean milk? People of his milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Thing. Uh, yeah, and that was subsequently remade by John Carpenter into The Thing, which was, an, I think everyone will agree, an excellent film. I dug it. I, I mean, uh, they, my, what's that, the main actor's name? Uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Snake Ripskin, whatever. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> Snake Pliskin. Pliskin, yeah. Snake Ripskin. He's got to make more <laughs> movies, eh? He's almost 70. Really? Is that he's Not everyone can be Tom Cruise. <laughs> He he made he was brilliant in that movie. Yeah, no, he was fantastic. And I would love to see what happens when the next day. Yeah, that's the whole thing with his mm. with his sombrero yeah. and the bottle of liquor, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like well, which one? That, that was the thing, and they made the they remade it, but not really. They they kind of made a spiritual prequel to it uh, last year, which, in my opinion, was just uh, unfortunate. Awful. Unfortunate. Really, was it bad? It was. It, 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 you know, it yes. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. And I wanted it to be good so bad, but <laughs> what was it called? It was called the thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. It sounds scary, so I never. It watched is. It, it is. It is a horror film, but it is. The John Carpenter one is is a classic yeah, film. Again, absolutely. like, why would you remake a classic? Why would you do that? Obviously, it's a classic for a reason. And like, how pompous do you have to be to think that you can like make a classic better than the original cast? I, you know? I can give. You a perfect example because it it sometimes it works okay 
1967, October 15, my brother was born. <laughs> I see where you're going. And then I was born, eh? <laughs> Shoo! <laughs> Well, the cases are few and far between, but apparently they exist. <laughs> well, I've got I've got one on my list here that was remade a staggering four times. Four? Four times. Mm. There are four versions of mm. this movie out there, and that is Invasion of the Body, Body Snatchers. Snatchers. Okay. Okay. I saw the first one. The the great black and white one, which was a commentary on communism. It's mm-hmm. a totally anti-red, anti-Soviet propaganda film. And oh, it, it, I didn't get that. Watch it that way again, and it's it's actually really a great watch. I, then they remade it in the '60s uh, with some the '60s. Well, I, I think they made one in the '60s, and then the one in the '70s with Donald Sutherland. Oh, really? There was really yeah. There's there's one that Dash no one remembers, three, and, and then, then invasion. Then with, Keanu uh, Reeves gets into it. No, no, no. You're, you're, no, you're thinking of uh, the day the Earth stood still. Oh, no, another invasion, one. Who been, no, invasion who has been was, was uh, Nick, uh, Nicole Kidman Nicole and Daniel Kidman. Craig. Yes. And that was yes. not that long. Ago. That was about five years ago. I, I think that the 1970s version was a good one. The 1970s version was a straight up horror movie, though, because it, it uh, in the 70s, something about the 70s, you know, there, it was the the way movies were made in the 70s. Uh, the gritty look, and then the the earth tones that were in style the, uh, of the of the 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 furniture and the clothing, and then the 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 hairiness. People, it was just creepy. <laughs> it was, but like they made the movies a certain way. Like one thing about the seventies is like it, it it's a turning point for film because they started experimenting with a lot of things that worked and made it different. Absolutely, we, we have some of the greatest films of all time come out of the nineteen seventies, exactly, which we don't get these days. Again, going back to the lack of imagination. In Did you Hollywood. say they were experimenting? Yes. So the college days of the movies were, were <laughs> the nineteen seventies. Yeah, the nineteen seventies. Exactly. That was that was its its early adolescence experimentation. <laughs> Yeah, we Mistakes got we got. Made. I mean, come on, we got <laughs> lessons great, learned. We got films like Jaws and Jaws. the French Connection out of the seventies. Oh, I mean, uh-huh. and now we're stuck with, you know, what uh, Oblivion. Uh, yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you think, uh, uh, like you said earlier, there's movies that uh, don't deserve being remade, and that there's movies that do deserve it. Is there any movies out there that you think are deserved that haven't been made? Absolutely, absolutely. Underworld. I need someone <laughs> to write Underworld again. Because think about that premise. You got vampires and werewolves in a war together. Why the hell does that movie suck? Twilight. Wait, yeah, Twilight. that's the Twilight movie. Sorry, Quiddell. It's first been remade all, and it was Twilight. First of all, I will not sit here and let you talk about Twilight being a remake of Underworld. <laughs> I will not allow that. That is blasphemy. How dare you? I've never seen Underworld, but it sounds just like Twilight. No, it's nothing like Twilight. <laughs> really Twilight, Twilight is the Book of Mormon. That's what Twilight is, if you want to get technical about a remake. That's what it is. I got well, one. Uh, I got one. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. How dare you? They should remake that. Why? Chitty, chitty, bang, bang, I chitty, like Chitty, 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 chitty bang, bang, bang. It's a classic. Why would you think? It's like saying remake Mary Poppins. I guess you're right. Ooh, I have no. a question. Are the Disney uh, animated <laughs> films... Off limits, completely. They are not remade, right? Unless there's like a sequel, <laughs> no, like no, no, Aladdin. I mean, like, no, stuff like you know, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin were you know, original fairy tales and Snow books White, and such. Snow like White, things like that, yeah. They okay. came from another medium, but they were not a remade film. Those are the first instances of those stories being told on film. Gotcha. Um, but in, in my regard, uh, good, a great then. movie <laughs> that could be remade that hasn't uh, would be Highlander. Highlander. Oh. Highlander is Didn't good. they make like a whole bunch of they them? They made a whole bunch of them, but they're all that? the same. Oh, my hey! God. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Jose came to spoil. Cannot be stopped. Yay! <laughs> Other twin in the, the house. The, the uncouth nature of this broadcast has brought him out of hiding. <laughs> And into the garage. Jose uh, just walked in here, you guys. Jose is but, in uh, the house. We were, grab a mic, Jose. Just grab one and then tell me which button to push. <laughs> tell me a button to push. <laughs> but yeah, going back to your point, Dave, yeah, the Highlander uh, is a great premise. Um, the We've movie got immortals itself. that battle for uh, immortality. Immortal, well, no, they're all immortals, <laughs> and they all have to battle to one day win the Earth. And they, you know, they, they go, they, they go through time. They can only battle with swords. There are rules, and they have to hide what they're doing until one of them wins. Awesome. It's really good. Uh, you guys, it's a good premise. But but then we have. But did Sean Connery, Chris, 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 whatever his name, Christopher Lambert, totally has a lazy eye, though. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> we've, we've got Sean Connery playing an Egyptian, teaching Christopher Lambert, a Frenchman playing a Scotsman, how to be. <laughs> A swordsman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? How that, I don't know who decided that was a good idea. That's hey. a little ridiculous. Obviously, if you have a part in the movie for a Scotsman, Hughes. who's a Highlander, and you have Sean Connor, I'm sure Sean Connery read the script and went, "Well, obviously, I'll be playing yeah. Connor McLeod, the Highlander." Hey, talk the on Highlander. that, Michael. Are you there? I'm here. Welcome to Jose. Back. Oh, you're not there. Hold on a second. From the Cooth <laughs> the Cooth Cave, the Cooth Cave. Okay, I have a question. Do you think MIB needed those sequels? No. Men in Black. No, no. Uh, I feel I feel Men in Black uh, actually ended up working out uh, similar to uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I thought Raiders of the Lost Ark, excellent Indiana Jones film. Uh, then they made Temple of Doom uh, because they thought they could capitalize on Indiana Jones, and then they made um, uh, Last, Last Crusade, Crusade to apologize for Temple of Doom. But here's the thing: with this, back <laughs> to your point about about Men in Black. Men in Black, the first one, the reason why was it good? The reason it was good is because it took someone who was like us, who were like in the same world as we did, as we were, or are rather. And you mean like you? Because uh, kind of because he's black. Yeah, <laughs> he understands. That he's at the black plight. You um, know, you do look like Will Smith. <laughs> <Cordell>. <laughs> And it comes for a circle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am the black chame- uh, chameleon here. Um, no, but they take a character who is uh, in our world, and they put him into something new and fresh and different. And you're watching Will Smith. You're killing me, Jose. How, how don't move ha- that mic. Don't move the mic. <laughs> don't touch the mic. How, how, he cha- how he adjusts to his new world. That's what makes Men in Black, the first one, good. A second one's awful because we lose that. He's used to it now, and so you have to. You are forced then to fill it with useless characters like Johnny Knoxville and that ugly woman with the long finger. Uh, it was uh, Lara Flynn Boyle. Lara Flynn Boyle, exactly. So, I, and, the, and the third one was well, kind of trying to apologize, but didn't really. I mean, it, it succeeded in being better than the second one, but that was but hard not to do. as charming as the first one. Of course not. Like I said, because you lose that, you lose right. and the that, essence of it. Yeah, and if you can't do it right. Don't do it at all. Don't do it at all. Can I just mention that Jonesy commented on our Twin Talk uh, Facebook wall and said, Jackie Casas, you are not alone with Channing Tatum. See, <laughs> I told you guys. You guys don't get it about Channing yeah, Tatum. It must, we don't. It must be because Because you guys have a pee That's why. You guys <laughs> don't get it. You're right. Channing Tatum, it's you just observe. Baby, if you were alone with Channing Tatum... <laughs> Them wow, hips. he should be scared. Them he hips. Don't worry, he can he can fend be. you off with gyration. Oh, yeah, that's true. Gyration. Is boyfriend listening? It would be. That's what I want to know. He pro- he already knows. Oh. If Channing Tatum. Is that your celebrity pass? 
Oh, I have a you, few. You have a slow Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jose. He's back from assignment. From the Cooth Cave. <laughs> from the Cooth Cave. <laughs> it sounds like the Cooch Cave. Let me just say something. I've been listening from work because I have the ability, the technology. We have the technology, folks. We can build it. That even while I'm working on this special assignment, uh, Olympics-related, which I can't say any more, more than that, I can listen to you guys without surreptitiously, without people really knowing that I'm listening. They think I'm listening to what I'm shooting. <laughs> Other than the fact that you're sitting there behind the camera and every once in a while going, hey, Julie, you son of a... <laughs> I got to say, it's a good show so far. Thanks so much, guys, for being here. Angel, good job. Fantastic. Hey, well, what yeah. can I say? I'm surrounded and by Jack, some good peeps. Uh, but of all people here, Jackie's the most consistent. She's just kill of even kill. I, I can't pass judgment on, on the cinema. I'm just so glad... Co-hosted before. It's the first time. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really glad I put the bong away before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to. Okay, I do want to comment on the on on your um, you know the remake of the remake. That's a good slug, Angel. Good job. Right on. The remake of the remake. Is this something that you work to? Sp- is this a, a new segment you just came up with for this show? Yes, yeah. only for Twin Talk. Only for Twin Th- Talk. I we see an ongoing it. franchise there. I I mean. The remake. The well, remake. You, want, you want us to remake remade films? No. In other words, <laughs> it, it could be a commentary on a regular basis on the Cineverse.com, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, these guys from the Cineverse are the geniuses, and that's why they're here with us. They're awesome. But, yeah, it could be an ongoing franchise. The Cineverse not only t- tackles everything else, but they actually give the commentary on what the remake of the remake hey, is. Hey, Jose, will bad. you stop moving the mic? You're killing me. I'm not, I'm not touching the mic. <laughs> Apparently, Angel has really taken hold of <laughs> handling the, the helm here yeah. at the show. Let, so let, he doesn't like anything going on without his without his. Yes. <laughs> Be careful. It's contagious. Let's keep going on the retakes of the retakes. All right. Remakes. Um, of well, the remakes of the remakes. Here's here's an interesting one. Uh, the Parent Trap. Oh. oh that's yeah. the one with Lindsay Lohan, that's right? That's right. The original one with Haley Mills. Haley Mills. I remember that yeah. one. I do remember the seeing that. The little freckled, that. freckled girl. We saw um, that in the movies at the Baldwin Park Theater before they knocked it down. Th- it was a, it was those before Disney films that, that 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 sort of array of Disney films that came out in the seventies with with um, in, uh, I forget the girl's name Haley Mills. Haley Mills, yeah, I remember she did uh, Parent Trap, Pollyanna, Pollyanna, yeah. exactly. And then and then there was a, a there's a slew of Kurt Russell films. Remember the Strongest Man in the World? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and the computer wore tennis shoes. The computer mm, wore tennis, tennis shoes. shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That was Kurt Russell. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Wow. So, so the, the, the remake included Lindsay Lohan. Uh-huh. And Lindsay Lohan. And, but, but wasn't and I swore, I, to- I thought there were two of them. I thought she was the cutest thing. Can but you imagine <laughs> if there were two of them? I'll tell you. I, Not enough alcohol on this planet. That's scary. But I'll wasn't she a very good, I mean. No, so, that's the thing. Uh, if, we're talking about, if we're talking about which uh, movie I prefer, I prefer Lindsay Lohan's remake. I think it was a, a better film. I, and this was back when I thought Lindsay Lohan was a, a, an aspiring little actress. She was, I'm sorry, she was pretty good in it. And then she was an aspiring little good. actress, and now Ooh. she's a how the how the uh, little actress. She's actually she actually she's a little drunk, a little sedated. I remember what I what was struck me about her because when I used to, when I used to do a lot of work for Disney, she was in, on the. She's a little in trouble with the. What struck me about her is that she has so many freckles. <laughs> yeah, like she's over covered herself. in All freckles. Over herself. And now yeah. she's tanned them out. Tanned them out. Or Rem- made hey, them out. Do you remember when we ran into her at the Roxy? Yeah. And she was on probation. She wasn't supposed to be Let out. me tell you the story. My brother and I were there for an appearance with another rock band that was uh, that invited us to be there. Here comes the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, the as, way, we know, as, we know, as we know, as we know, as we know, Angel 
is not Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that comment too. <laughs> no, we were there uh, making an appearance, and she was she was there, and it was in the in the midst of her like uh, she's wearing an ankle bracelet or whatever. She can't drink and all that kind of stuff. And she's at the bar, standing, just standing there. And I go to get a drink, and I decide to offer her a drink to strike up a conversation. Just because you I, did not. Just <laughs> no. Just, I'm at the bar. She vomited on his shoes. The, she was standing there, and there was an opening next to her, so that's where I stood it to, to to hail the bartender. And I turned around. I said, "Would you like a drink?" And I'm thinking she's going to ask for a coke. Will you stop hitting the table, Jose? <laughs> You're killing me over there. I'm thinking she's going to ask for a coke. She asked for a vodka and Red Bull. Oh, really? that is, that's you my drink. You bought Lindsay Lohan a drink. I bought. You helped her during break the probation. Law. Oh, you are an enabler. She <laughs> was breaking her for break, her probation. But you know the funny thing is that I was sitting there thinking, should I call TMZ? <laughs> 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 and I should kid I you not, I, I text messaged a friend of mine who was uh, I won't name her because I don't want to get in trouble. But she works in the news and she happened to be the first person ever uh. interviewed on Twin Talk. I said to her. I told her what happened. Should I call Harvey? She's like, I got his number. I'm like, <laughs> she goes, no, you shouldn't. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. So there you go. Hey, how, form. hey Jose, form. how come you don't enable me, man? <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't planning you to got- buy her an alcoholic <laughs> drink. I thought she was going to ask for a Coke or something because she was clearly on probation. So what do you what, what do you say to her when she goes on Bach and Red, but you go, Miss, Miss Lohan? You know better. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is that she just said thank you and walked away. Bitch. I was trying to strike nice. a conversation with her, and she walked away. You know what she did? She Bitch. walked away. Where's your brother? <laughs> <laughs> exactly hey, check it out. Uh, or, or she walked over to you and said, what you do want- you want? You already bought me the drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, Jonesy uh, posted on there saying, Cordell Crisman and David Brown. Was it Nanny McPhee kind of a remake of Mary Poppins? No. I won't let it. <laughs> I won't allow it. No, no. I'm um, sorry, Jonesy. You can't it, do this to me. You you have a you have a similar premise of an idea, but a Nanny McPhee is actually based on a children's book series, and it's about uh, a, a a Mary Poppins esque type nanny who brings magic to the family. But uh, the main point about Mary Poppins, which does which Nanny McPhee does not uh, succeed in doing, is that Nanny Mc, uh, that Mary Poppins is brought into a uh, it d- sort of brings herself into a very upper crust British family, not in order to look after the children or but save them. But to bring the family yeah, together. To bring That's the family itself together. Whereas Nanny McPhee, yeah. yeah. And, and Nanny McPhee uh, is just kind of there, you know, as 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 a foil to get a father and their, his children back together. Wait, that sounds the same to me. Well, no, no, because they're not they're not <laughs> se- they're not separated by. Uh, the fact that the father is you know, a, an upper crust English banker who doesn't have time to love—he, you know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a separate sort of thing. And the the musical aspect of Mary Poppins definitely makes it a very very separate film because uh, while the movie is about Mary Poppins and her effect on the children, a good majority of the film is about Mary Poppins and her personal journey in London. You know, re- reacquainting herself with um, Dick Van Dyke's character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and Jim, how Jiminy, how Jim, they Jiminy, can't Jim, uh, yeah. Jim, it, how her magic, you know, while effective on children and and throughout the world, she can't be together with the person she wants to be, which is what's his what's that character's name? I'm looking to you, Cornell. 
What? Uh, what? What's Dick Van Dyke's character? You don't want me, uh, Bert. Is Bert? Name. Yes. Um, you don't want you guys me are to, geniuses. to get in here. Like I could, I could have never remembered that. Because uh, that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's just a long-winded version for David saying that he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, as much as I don't want to admit it, Nam, if he is a Mary Poppins remake, the stories are but very, it's a very musical. similar. Well, Nonsense. you could remake a movie without being a, without the music. No, I think aspect. yes, Les Miserables was done without music once. Yes, with yes, Liam Neeson. Yes, it was Liam Neeson. Exactly. Uh huh. But the same name and. Lame as Rob was done before that without music. It was called the book, <laughs> unless you unless you hummed through it. Victor Hugo. Wrote I mean, it. I mean, but that doesn't make. Is, it, that's a very good point. What though. is? But that was called Les Miserables. But uh, they what, called it that. What do you think? Uh, about, by the way, Crystal. I'm sorry, Angel. Crystal Jonesy. Very good observation, though. Good one. Boom. So, uh, how do you think the uh, the the public feels about uh, re- remakes? Unfortunately, I think the public. It mostly either are blind to it or just just accept it for what it is because yeah. these movies are are continually to be remade for a reason because they turn a profit. So, I mean, Oblivion, for example, just came out with Tom Cruise, not, not an actual bad film. I mean, pretty decent for sci-fi, but is a remake of about six or seven other sci-fi films. Um, right, because that's the thing. Together. Hollywood will trick you. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they'll make the money off the remake and other times they'll slip it in surreptitiously. It's like, hey... <laughs> You know, we need to remake this movie, but we're not going to tell them we made this movie. We're gonna we're gonna remake this movie, and we're gonna call it um, 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 a fistful of dollars. Yeah, yeah. They will never know that it used to be Yojimbo. Or we'll make the Magnificent Seven. No one will recognize that it's a Kurosawa film. Or we'll make Avatar. No one will know that it's Ferengali yeah. or Dance with Wolves. Oh God. I'm just tripping out on the way you said slipping in for surreptitiously. Surreptitiously. That surreptitiously. That sounded perverted, man. Only if you say third, it slowly and darkly. That's the third SAT word we've used on this show. First hey. was uncouth. Uh, the second one was what? Ilk. Ilk, I, I think suppose. Hey, I'd like to say one, one of our listeners posted on Facebook. She says, Jose Hernandez, Angel is doing an awesome job. Twin Talk was on time. Just saying. Ooh, <laughs> that was probably lure this, right? That was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that was my wife. I will say this. I did notice you were on time, but guess who set up the show for you last night? Oh, Good job, okay. Jose. There you go. Defending myself. <laughs> Shit. Failing to prepare who, is preparing to fail. Guess who was here with you setting up the show last night? Well, th- that's <laughs> Jackie Casas. <laughs> Jackie Casas. And that's fine, Angel. So say it when your freaking wife surreptitiously comes in and says this about oh, my, my you. You uncouth ilkers. <laughs> hey, my wife surreptitiously <laughs> slipped it in. Uh, they do that. I don't hang with your ilk. <laughs> <laughs> they are too uncouth. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let me tell you. There is one movie that I really want th- they, them to remake. Uh, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. It was remade. No, it wasn't. It was on the on the uh, uh, Kissology DVDs. They actually renamed it. But it wasn't remade. But it was because they actually added music. But it wasn't remade. But it was re- well, no, it wasn't, but it remade. was recut. Well, the only way to remake that movie is to remake Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were I think so we, we all we all I think we all know that's never going to happen. <laughs> that's a pipe dream, boys and girls. Legends never die. That's all I have to say. But heroes get remembered. Name that movie, David. The Sandlot. Boom. I love that movie. Dot com. It's good. So cute. Do we have any more yay or nays on the retakes or no takes? Well, one thing I did want to mention is uh, I feel that the main offender, although all studios <laughs> are guilty, I, I blame, I think, Universal Studios the most. 
Oh yeah, Universal only because they took is... every single back in the thirties and forties. Uh, Universal Studios was known for the horror movie. Monster they films. invented the monster, right, the monster right. and they Classic. have remade every single one of them. There's been like three Frankenstein movies, untold number of Dracula movies, oh, Wolfman. Awesome. Wolfman. Yeah, I mean, what, what else? It's like someone, please, for the love of everything that's good and holy in this world, come up with an original idea. It's just like the Ring. It's just like politics. The Ring. Remake. A remake. <laughs> that's why it's a Japanese remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, it's just like politics. I can't get away from these guys. It's Jesus. All, same shit. Yeah. When same, I didn't, exactly. You know, I, I think I. Well, the thing about politics is, you know, like Mitt Romney. Didn't I vote for that haircut last time? <laughs> you did both of the That's the same guy. Are we getting into politics? <laughs> this is my ilk. Well, let's, 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 ilk. Well, let's throw it oh, in there. Manchurian candidate. Remake. <laughs> remake. <laughs> remake. Well, Frank too, Sinatra. Too bad we're running out of time, Jose. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I get for being late. Quick, 30-second. Patriot Pass. <laughs> Patriot <laughs> Pass. Cue the music, Angel. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, unless you have any more uh, retakes or no takes. Well, I mean, the the, the list is really endless, uh, but I'll post it on the Facebook page later tonight for you guys to all take a look at it and be surprised. And right. please add to it. If you if you find yeah, something we, we missed, miss I doubt it, but if you find some that we missed, please feel free to add to the list. Um, I mean, in, in, in that remake category, I mean, we're still, the, the main topic here was the lack of imagination in Hollywood. And we're talking remakes, we're talking spinoffs, we're talking sequels, and we're talking comic book movies. Oh. Because if you notice, comic books are coming out heavily and this will be like another another point for another episode maybe but it's because comic books are basically scripts and fan base is already there for right. you yeah. all you have to do is put a camera behind built in, it built in fan base built in script built in freaking storyboard well they're exactly. coming out they're coming out in trilogies and then it's the next trilogy with another filmmaker and another yeah no actor. from, from exactly. a, a business standpoint best move the Hollywood has made yes. in years absolutely um, what facilitated it finally was it CG uh, it wasn't, I think, CG. I think it was again. Okay, guys, we are we are lost with ideas. What I guess we can go back to comic book movies we tried in the seventies and failed. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if we can't get X Men up and running. And and really, X Men I think is what kicked it off. Uh, Brian Singer's the first couple X Men films I think really started the comic book slow uh, ball a rolling. Slow yeah. journey, and then and you got the Nolan yeah. in there. And then obviously, when Iron Man hit, that really pushed off when uh, Marvel became a yeah, studio, mainstream comic book movies. That started. It, it. There was a false, I guess, attempt with the Batman of the Tim Burton era. Yeah, that's the thing, and that was the problem with comic book movies. They they never had any staying power because they were ridiculous. They were they were seen as fanciful, and really, I I guess. I, I credit Brian Singer and and Christopher Nolan for bringing some edge, reality. some some idea of reality that this is this isn't a fanciful world. This is possibly something we could see in our future, or possibly something that we could believe if we read it in the yeah, news. that we can that we can buy. Remake Cheech and Chong, eh? With who? <laughs> uh, it's called Pineapple Express. Oh, boom! Oh, that's a good that is, one. That is correct. You can't stump these guys, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. These guys are the geniuses of the Cineverse dot com. Angel, I'll let you ca- continue with the show, of course. <laughs> but I had to say it. These no, guys are the geniuses. It's cool. I, I, I disagree with you on that one, but we'll talk about it on another well, show. Well, I suppose it wasn't Corsican Brothers, but how close can we really get? <laughs> but I, you know what? I've I do been wanna, in Costa. Can I just chime in, though? I want to thank you guys for feeling it. You guys are Awesome for stepping in, especially last minute. You guys are, bring cred to our show. We're honored. <laughs> Thank you so much. No problem. Always of course, awesome. we love it here. We love and, you guys. And uh, can you because of me, right, guys? It's actually That's only why. because of your headphones. It's, but it's Dave doesn't like the p- I, pink headphones. I, I do. Listen, Dave. <laughs> I'm listening. 
Channing Tatum. Okay. Okay. Channing Tatum. Just remember that. I'm gonna send you, you a video of him. You are the beneath my hips. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a copy of Magic Mike and change your mind. No, it's disgusting. Uh, I hate male strippers. Watch him. Watch him do his thunder from down on. Angel, put oh, <laughs> close back on Angel. She hates strippers. <laughs> Okay, well, that's Cordell Crisman and uh, Dave Brown. Brown from the Cineverse. Uh, stick around and say hello. Uh, you guys are hosts, co-hosts, so stick around. We're going to go to the Chill Lounge in a minute. First, we're going to do an ad. Uh, we got to pay our sponsors. No, our they, sponsors. Gotta, they, they pay you. They got to pay us. Otherwise, they got a great contract. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> Why do you think I, engin- I run this show, dude? <laughs> uh, here you go, guys. Hey everyone, this is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back. And listen. could only get better the storm will come and it seems that it will never ever stop you know when it just keeps raining and people are laughing at you and you want them to stop (laughs) anyways just know that the brisk fresh air gives meaning to the rain the rain washes away the old And it gives life to the new. The rain precedes the sunny day. The sunny day precedes the new life. And the new life proceeds in harmony. Things could only get better. Chill. One love. Guys and girls, uh, that was me with the Chill Lounge, and that was Cordell Crisman doing the shoo. 
channeling my inner angel. <laughs> Charlie! <laughs> uh, uh, that's the end of our show today, but uh, before we go, uh, I want to thank uh, Cordell Chrisman and Dave Brown of the Cineverse. Thank you, guys. No, man, it was it was absolutely a, a delight and a pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you got these seven, you know who to call. Right but on. Really. Right on. Uh, and also, um, well, oh, by the way, tell your people, uh, tell our listeners all your information again. All right, everybody. Well, we are from thecineverse.com. That's www.thecineverse.com. You can find us everywhere. I'm talking on Google, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Pinterest, anything you I can do. I think we even set us. up a MySpace page. I think we even have it. Live find journal. us, find us, find us, everybody. Um, our goal is to give you entertainment evolved. Yeah, anything anything you could possibly want. I mean, why watch TV? But then Everything's they, online. You have Find us. Find but, us. Oh, right already. But eh? then they devolve and come into our show. And, uh, <laughs> we have to, we have to find a way to reach the people. <laughs> yes, Joe. Yes, Be one right. with the masses. The uncouth, if you will. The uncouth, if you will. <laughs> oh, right already, eh? <laughs> I just said to give them your, your social networks and, and shit. And actually, it was really funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it can only get better. Also, like we have every week and only here on Twin Talkcast Radio from uh, Telemundo <laughs> and NBC LA, our uh, multimedia journalist, Jackie Casas. <laughs> with News and Dirty Lines. The hip Thank wind you. herself. Thank you. Thank you for making me cry tonight, Angel. But I was crying of laughter. Oh, you glad. did it like three times tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Jose doesn't do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three Everybody's times. Getting a little hot up in here. <laughs> Three times you made me cry. Of laughter. There you go. <laughs> the hip wind, crying of laughter, multimedia journalist. Journalist, Jackie Casas. I got to chime in during the three-syllable words. Hey, hey Jose. Hey. Or, those, or those obscure one-syllable words like elk. <laughs> Thank you for and thank you for your micromanagement over there, Jose. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this show again on our uh, on our website. It'll be on demand in uh, 24 to 48 hours on TwinTalkCast.com. Also on iTunes because we are iTwins. And uh, catch us next week. Um, I'm not sure what we have something. We got working something next week. <laughs> well, there will be a show. God damn it! Tune in next week at 7 p.m. Wednesday night. Uh, we're on a special night for the next next several weeks because I'm on assignment. But thanks again, guys, for being here. And thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Ciao. Shoo! Shoo!